Order like a saint at Raising Cane's with tailgates of hand-battered chicken fingers and cane sauce and jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. You can guarantee victory for every game day meal. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. <laughs> Official chicken finger of the Saints. Video side started, shall we? So we can get Bill WD-40 in there to lube us up for tonight's show. Reminder, May 10th through 12th, Reno, Nevada at the Silver Legacy Casino and Resort. We are having our third annual fan party. We invite all of you to join us. We're going to have uh, a schedule written out here very soon. And Neil Warden, how you doing? Good to see you. And we want all of you there. Everybody is invited. Everyone. So we want to see you there. All right. You can join the SOR Space Travelers Club by going to Patreon. The link is in the description below if you are on YouTube. And there's Bill WD-40. Whew. Good to have them here. And remember, you can shop at our Spaced Out Radio store. We do not have ugly swag, people. We have stuff that you will actually want to wear. It's nice stuff. So make sure you go shopping there today because Christmas is coming. Believe it or not, it is. Hello, A. Brock. Hey, Word Oneist. And uh, you know what? We're going to get going here in just a second. So I need you all to do me a favor. Get those horns up. Let's rock. From the mountains of central British Columbia to you listening around the world, This, my friends, is Spaced Out Radio. I am your host, Dave Scott, sitting in the captain's chair of SOR headquarters. We welcome you to tonight's show on our terrestrial affiliates around North America, digitally on Odyssey Radio, TalkStream Live, and KPNL. All of our archives are free. Join us at youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. Do old Davey the favor, hit that subscribe button. You can follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and you can join us on Space Travelers Club on Patreon. Our website, spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the newswire, check out our swag as well. Tonight's show is brought to you by Chive Charities. Help make the world 10% happier by visiting Chive Charities today. You can find them on our website. We got a great show of serious woo tonight. Psychic, intuitive, tarot card reader, numerologist Paisley Town is with us. She'll be here momentarily. Then in hour number three, Among the Missing with Steve Stockton kicks things off. Robin Haynes will be here for the cryptid report. I've got the Dave 101, and it's the weird news of the week. It's going to be weird tonight. Paisley Town is a Vancouver, British Columbia-based intuitive psychic reader of psychometry, tarot, and numerology. She's also a mentor to many students who have tutored under her. Uh, Growing up in southern Ontario, she always felt various unexplainable tugs and an affinity for stones, shells, crystals, and other inert forms that nonetheless teemed with life and structure. It was in the mid-90s when living in North Vancouver that she was drawn to begin her metaphysical training. While trained in the metaphysical 
and the mystical and psychic arts. It was when she was introduced to psychometry, which is sensing associations from personal objects, in her case, mostly metal objects such as jewelry, keys, or belt buckles, that her intuitive compass pointed north. As she developed facility into her intuition, other pieces of her own personal puzzle began to fall into place. I love this woman. She is one of my good friends and longest friends in this field. Paisley Town, thank you for coming back on Spaced Out Radio, my friend. How are you? Dave, thank you for having me. I'm doing excellent tonight. You sound awesome too. Well, I'm trying to sound awesome and positive, but you know what's right around the corner, Paisley? Um, Halloween? Um, no. Well, yes, yes, you are correct. I don't know. What, what is, what is pending that is bothering you, Dave? Snow. On Monday. Well, I just Snow have one thing on to Monday. say about that. Snow on At Monday. At least it's not fires. I agree. I agree. But you know what? Snow is better than forest fires. I agree. I fully agree with you. I'm not arguing that, but I'm never ready for the snow. It just shows up and then it doesn't leave. It's like it's like uh, Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Vacation, where it yes. just doesn't leave until April. And I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking well, forward to that at all. You can jump on the highway and come down and see us because we don't always have snow here. Yeah, but you got the rain down there. And I'll take the snow over the rain. No offense. I, I really will. <laughs> but, you know, I, you know, we were in Vancouver for Guns N' Roses earlier this week. And I could tell you that driving through the torrential rainstorm that we had to drive yes. through on the highway on Monday, uh, driving right. at about less than 10 miles an hour. I don't miss that. I don't miss that at all. So Yeah, it's been crazy. We've had a little bit of flooding and some issues with too much rain lately. Mm-hmm. But I heard that uh, Guns N' Roses is in, playing in Edmonton tonight. Yeah. Because a band that I follow called Ghost Hounds, the Ghost Hounds band is um, warming up for Guns N' Roses. Nice. Tonight in Edmonton. I love it. I love it. Yes. I wish I could have traveled east to go see that show, but didn't make it. Had radio to do and other work things that I had to take care of. But nonetheless, you and I have been friends for about seven, eight long years now. Maybe even longer now that I think about it. Eight long years? It sounds like we've been friends too long. We've been friends too long. And I'm going to be honest with you. I still don't know what the hell numerology is after all this time. And you've broken it down for me so many times. But let's learn a little bit about you because it's been a long time since you've been on this show. And we've obviously expanded our uh, incredible audience. And so let's learn a little bit about you here. You know, I mean, this is something you grew into. This is something that uh, it took you a little bit to find your path into the psychic intuitive uh, ways. Why did it take it that long? Why did, why did, wasn't it something that popped up when you were a kid? It did. It did come up for me when I was around three years old. Um, I started predicting things when I was three and I don't have any recollection. I'm just listening to stories. My mom told me when I was in my twenties, but when I spoke about things that got shut down, 
couldn't be psychic in my household. My my family is very superstitious, and so they they wouldn't have it. So I growed up a little bit, and I moved from the Windsor, Detroit area. I grew up partly in in uh, three one three in Michigan, and partly in Windsor because I had family on both sides of the border. And uh, when I when I had worked in Windsor long enough to not find employment. I moved to Toronto and um, I started being more comfortable with myself so that I didn't have to, you know, listen to everything my family wanted me to do and be and say. <laughs> so then I moved to Vancouver, British Columbia, about 3000 miles away from my family. And that helped me to explore more things about crystals and psychic stuff. And mind you, when I lived in, when I lived in Windsor and Detroit, I did go to some body, mind and spirit festivals in Detroit. Cause I remember one particular time when I was trying to cross the border, <laughs> I was bringing back some um, crystals and the um, border guard was giving me a pretty hard time about buying rocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, considering you, you, you like to buy rocks and pretty rocks and rocks that uh, may have powers and, and feeling in them. I mean, when you started on this path, never mind the rocks, but when you started on this path, how did you know that it was something that you needed to do for your own mind, body, soul? It's the only thing I've ever done in my life where instantly I felt oh my gosh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It, all along, like searching and not and not feeling it and trying this and trying that and just not having a jive. It's the, the minute I tried psychometry in a classroom, like a, a one-on-one kind of beginner's psychic classroom for psychic development, the first time I tried it, within two minutes I knew, hey, this is what I'm going to do for a living. What was strong about it? What was the pull? What was the, the, the thrill of it all? It was for me that I'm a little bit lazy, Dave. For me, it was that I, when, when I was asked to do it, when I was asked to hold on to an object and use my hands to read the energy from the object, it was so simple and it just made sense to me. And it felt like I had always been doing it. Like the first time I did it, it was familiar to me. It was just a huge draw. I remember, you know, the day that it happened. It was around 2003. And what was your awakening? Just, this is, this is amazing. We, we have so much. Hey, all you hair trendsetters, this one's for you. Unlock the secret to perfect curls with the new Curl Secret by Conair, the auto curler that creates effortless curls every time. If you're worried about tangles and snags, our anti-tangle tech and ceramic barrel keep hair smooth and protected the whole time. Hair goes in, curl comes out, just like magic. Shop Curl Secret by Conair, available at all major retailers. At Casper, we want you to have it all, especially when it comes to your sleep. 
So we went ahead and made everything on our site up to 50% off. Yeah, for real. Even our innovative, extremely comfy mattresses. Yep, they're up to 25% off. Adjustable bed frames, 50% off. Pillows, sheets, bedding, bundles, and that super cute dog bed. It's on sale. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Visit casper.com or a store near you through October 24th to save on everything. Exclusions apply. See casper.com slash promo. Potential here. If, if we can read the energy from things we can read the energy from people. When I was a little girl, I remember thinking, oh man, why do we have to go to the doctors and like wait for the doctor to like take a test and wait for the test to come back? Like, why can't we just put our hand on the doctor's arm? And why can't the doctor just know what's going on with us? And if you think like (laughs) nowadays with, um, remote healing and Reiki and all this kind of energy work. We do that a lot now. We rely on a lot of these things for information. Okay. So when you started getting in touch with yourself, your, your mind, body, soul, and realized that you had these intuitive abilities, how long did it take you to hone your skills? How long did it take you to feel comfortable enough that it wasn't imagination that was popping into your head or, or while you were reading tarot cards or, or numbers, it was actual messages. Well, I'll be honest. Sometimes still now I doubt information that comes through from spirit for me. And I'll give you an excellent example Thursday night, I was at the Rio Theater. I might tell you a little bit more about that later. but um, And I got this strong feeling that someone in the audience was going to faint and pass out. And um, I knew it wasn't going to be like any of the cast or the crew. I felt like it was like a guest that was coming there. And nothing happened. I, I told the owner of the theater, uh, the theater show, and I... I said, just maybe mention it to one of the first aid people because somebody is going to just drop. <laughs> and I said, like, it's not going to, we're not going to need an ambulance. It's just someone's going to faint. And they were like, okay. <laughs> so Saturday night, I was at a different event that I was participating in as a psychic, and somebody fainted at the end of the night. A guest came, they were taking a tour, and they passed out. So right, right time or right inclination, but wrong time. Yes. But within like Thursday to Saturday, like, (laughs) and I've never had a prediction that something was going to happen like that before. I do lots of events, right? I do. I go to conferences and events and I teach and I do public speaking, but I've never told someone, Hey, something's going to happen. So I'm always doubting myself. Okay, so what do you go through when when that happens? You know, what goes through your mind? Because you want to be as credible as possible. You don't want to be one of these panic attack type of people that that are filled in the paranormal supernatural world. You're you're somebody who who takes pride in your in your own personal credibility regarding the phenomena and this subject. So how how hard is it for somebody like you not to take it personally when something goes awry on a timeline like this? Yeah. So the thing about psychic information is that 
we can sense or feel or know, or all of the above, or hear information, but we can't see. It's kind of like, you know, when you're trying to get into quantum physics, but we can't see if it happened a long time ago or if it's happening now or if it's going to happen tomorrow. We just see the information. We just hear the message or see the information or feel the information. So when I when the show was over and nobody fainted, I was like, oh, great. Whew. You know, no problem. I'm glad nobody fainted. I was relieved and I let it go. I dropped it. But I wrote it down. Um, and that's something I always ask my students to do when you get what I call that a hit. When you get a hit from spirit, you should write it down and keep a record of it. Because this is part of the training that I teach people is that in North America, especially when we go to school, they teach us to use our logic part of our brain. So they tell us right now we're going to do art. Right now we're going to do recess. Right now we're going to do lunch. Oh, the bell rang lunchtime. Everyone's going to eat now. It doesn't matter if you're hungry or not. We're eating now. This is what we're doing. So it's like you don't you don't get a choice of you know, resting when you're tired or eating when you're hungry. It's like they teach us how to learn. But they kind of teach us wrong, in my opinion. <laughs> That's what I've learned doing psychic work is like, nowadays, if I'm tired, I go have a nap. And if I'm not hungry, then I skip, I skip eating. And if I'm hungry, I might eat four meals a day. <laughs> I just do what I need, right? Right. So the idea is that we have information inside of us. We have knowledge and information inside of us. But our school systems, the way they're set up in North America, they teach us to go outside of ourselves to search for the answer. Like, if you want to know something, you go to the doctor or you go to the lawyer or you go to the counselor or you go to the library or you go to Wikipedia or you go to Google. I call this this the seven directions. Have you ever heard of that before, Dave? No. Fill me in. So the cardinal directions are north and south and east and west. Everybody knows those those four. And I'm going to invite if anybody's in the chat room that you're that you're checking out, Dave, if they know the seven directions, I'm going to invite them right now to type them in before I say them. So we'll see. Well, we we can't um, we can't pause though because we do have the radio side. That's okay. Yep, that's fine. So north, south, east, and west, and then above and below, like sky energy yes. or spirit energy and earth energy, which is what grounds us all. And the seventh direction is within. So instead of going outside of ourselves, we should be asking ourselves first, do I know what I need? Which is a very different question than do I know what I want? <laughs> but sometimes we already have the knowledge. If you think about people that are really intuitive and there's an emergency, they just do exactly what's needed without thinking about what they're doing. And then later after the, the trauma's over or the accident's over or the emergency is finished, then they kind of like fall apart or melt down a little bit. But intuitive people just know without the training, without the first aid knowledge, without the whatever it is. So is it instinct? Is it something that we even know? Because, I mean, you hear all of these stories 
of people all of a sudden developing superhuman powers, strength, mind. I mean, I know I, I, we have a family story. My my cousin's uh, dad, you know, this going back probably 10, 15 years ago, but they had a farmyard. And right across their their farm was their friends, and, and they heard the wife screaming. So he ran over there, and what he saw was the tractor rolled over uh, her husband. And he was caught underneath the back wheel of this tractor. He ran over there. He lifted the tractor up by himself. Now, we're not talking a little John Deere lawnmower here. We're talking a big farm tractor that he was able, you know, not one of them, you know, double-wheeled ones, but a, a good-sized tractor that he lifted up that wheel on his own. And we're talking, to, you know, at this point, he's probably 55, 58, 60 years old when he did this. And it was like nothing for him. I mean, is, is this kind of, that's a an outrageous example. But the, the body, mind, and soul has powers that, we're not even conscious of. We can't even think of or imagine. Is this kind of the same area where everything comes from? I think you'd have to ask the guy that picked up the tractor, but I feel like instinct and intuition kind of go together because sometimes when I watch my students come up with information or come up with words and a good a good example is when I used to be on your show, I was on Sunday nights for about two and a half years on Spaced Out Radio, and we did the show Two Mediums and a Large, and I was one of the psychics on that show. And the other lady was Joanna the Medium. She's changed her name now. She goes by Joanna the Healer now. Um, she used to, when she was giving a reading on air, she used to come up with words that she couldn't pronounce and she'd start to say the word and she'd say, what is it again? And like, she'd talk to spirit, like to the side and come back and then say these words that she did not know the definition of she's uh, English is not her first language, but she would say words in English that she didn't know. Like, is that instinct? Like, where is she getting that from? It's a good question, Dave. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay, so the idea behind all of this is the power. Is it the power of the mind that's speaking? Is it the power of the soul? Is it? It has to be more than just intuition. Is it consciousness? Well, I feel like it's two parts of the brain. Yeah, I feel like it's the almost the unconscious part of the brain. It's not the logic. It's the other stuff. So when I'm tired or if I have like a headache or I don't feel... Look, this is an ad. The difference is it's about AT&T's deal on the incredible new iPhone 15 Pro. And it's real. Guaranteed. That's not always the case with other ads. The view of a lifetime. Only with a pricey upgrade. Flavor you'll never forget. You will. Save on the latest trends. If you pay for a membership. Shoes that'll make you fly. They won't. A drive unlike any other. If it's your first time driving it. Breathe in to find inner peace. Then pay extra to remove the ads. At AT&T, we mean what we say. 
everyone gets our best iPhone deals guaranteed. Learn how to get iPhone 15 Pro with titanium on us with eligible trade-in. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. See att.com slash iPhone for details about the guaranteed trade-in promo for new and existing customers. Available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. No es fácil ser el hermano más chico. Todo lo tengo que compartir con mis hermanos. El cuarto, el baño. Lo único que no compartimos es la portería. Siempre voy yo. Por eso estoy feliz de que mis padres compraron el Atlas. La tercera fila es bien grande y es toda para mí. Pero no le digas nada a mis hermanos. Si no, la van a querer para ellos también. Nuevo Volkswagen Atlas 2024. Un diseño de primera hasta para el último. Good or I'm, if I'm grieving, for example, and I have a client, my readings are even better than usual. Because I'm not thinking about it. I'm, I'm being distracted by, let's say, a headache or something like that. So. Okay. Two minutes to go before we have to go to break here. At the bottom of the hour, Paisley Town is our guest tonight on Spaced Out Radio. Consciousness is said to be everything. It's said to be uh, everything that is around us. It's said to be everything that we're made of. Are you in tune with your own consciousness and your own conscious being, or is that still something that, you know, you were working on personally as a professional? That's an awesome question. I think for me, I feel like I'm a very conscious person. Um, I have a member of my family who I am closely related to that I call an unconscious person and they like walk and talk and work and thrive, but so much they miss <laughs> so much they don't hear they don't see they don't feel they don't get explain that what do you what do you mean by that well the other day i was at an intersection um near um Kukulam center it's like uh, eight lanes across in all directions and some people were crossing the street like playing on their phone and i was coming towards and it turned yellow to stop for the red. And I thought if I, hit, if I hit her with my car, she won't be able to know who hit her. Cause she's playing with her phone. She's, she's just in the zone. She's, she's not present. She does. I can't even believe she can walk by herself across the street. <laughs> How, you know what? That's actually a good question to lead on this, you know, and maybe we'll have to take the answer after the next half hour, but with technology, with AI, with everybody having, you know, a phone, a computer and everything in the palm of their hands, are we seeing a, a decline in people understanding or finding themselves because they keep trying to find themselves on Instagram or TikTok? I think Instagram and TikTok, due to the plague, I'm going to call it the plague, um, have been instrumental in people getting in nature. If trees had Wi-Fi, we'd be rocking. Hold that thought. Paisley Town, psychic intuitive, tarot card reader, numerologist out of Vancouver, British Columbia, joins us here on Spaced Out Radio, second half hour. We'll get the finalization of that answer right after this.
All right, we're clear. Remember, uh, our YouTube audience can hear us. So Awesome. It looks like Pascal had a comment up on the screen for a second there. Yes, Pascal having a comment. I know Pascal. I love Pascal. Hi, Y Native. How you doing? Great intuition. Pascal is literally the outside the of, outside of my family. Pascal and Samantha Mowat are the two most important people in my life. And I've met Pascal lots of times. Pascal is an absolute gem. He is he a is. gem of a human being. And I wish everybody ha- had a Pascal on their speed dial because he is just, he is golden. He is awesome. golden. He needs to, he needs to figure out immortality because he needs to live forever to keep helping people. <laughs> Hi, Avi May. Yes, including you, Kim Jellin, including you. Uh, Kim uh, is very proud of uh, her three to five times brushing and flossing per day. She got great teeth. Great teeth. <laughs> got to meet her in San Francisco at the UFO Con a couple of years ago when she smiled like the entire building lit up to a whole new brightness. Her wow. Te- yeah, she's got those perfect teeth. She doesn't have mm-hmm. hockey teeth like I do, <laughs> you know, but, uh, uh, on a serious note, everybody needs a Pascal. That's all I'm going to say is everybody needs a Pascal. And, uh, and my God, he is, I've had a little bit. Is there bit, anything I will in say, the chat room that we should pay attention to Dave? Not yet. Not yet. I'm I'm okay. I'm monitoring. Pascal one day will be a guest. One day. And uh you know when I when I talk about Pascal, um I don't just say it because he's in our chat room. Uh I actually get quite emotional uh talking about him because he is played such an integral role of me growing up and me becoming a, a man. And I can tell you why Dave. Mm -hmm. Pascal has energy. That's a really good balance of masculine and feminine energy. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. You know, so that, that leads to maturity, maturity, you know, like, being able to assess and decide and figure things out. Yeah. And, and you know what? He's, he's one thing about Pascal is he will always downplay his importance. He's a, an extremely astute and humble man. And he True will, story. he will always give credit elsewhere. He's like, he's like a, a football quarterback where when times are tough, he'll take the blame. But when times are great, he gives everybody else credit, but the great game that he played. And, uh, yeah. That's a good analogy because we're all a team. Like, we're all related. Hey, Justin Hemmingson, how are you? Yeah, he's amazing. Amazing. 
Pascal not a mod? He should be. You have some awesome moderators in your group. Hi, Wayne. Welcome. Where is that damn Pascal guy? And you have a lot of followers, Dave. Um, it speaks volumes. You have a lot of followers. I was watch I caught the tail end of your three oh five interview yeah. last night with Merle and the group. And uh you have a lot of followers still that are from way back in the day. I saw Joe Monk in the room. There was a few names I recognized. Yeah, he he's supposed to be sending me another beard. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right. Uh, we got 25 seconds. Big thank you to Simon times two, T-Bone times two, Pascal times three, Human Carl, and A. Brock for the amazing super chats. Very much appreciate the love and support. Don't forget you could shop at our website, spacedoutradio.com. We do not have ugly swag, people. We got good stuff. And join the Space Travelers Club. Click the link below in the description on YouTube. Here we go. Here we go with the second half hour of Spaced Out Radio. Very much appreciate earning your listening ears. My name is Dave Scott, your host, with a lot of woo tucked in everywhere. A lot of people think I'm overweight. No, that's just all the woo I am packing in this human body right now. Right now. That's a lot of woo, people. Hey, reminder to each and every one of you that all of our archives are free. You can join us at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do me the favor, hit that subscribe button. Our website, spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the news wire, check out our swag as well tonight. And uh, what else do I have here? Uh, follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and you can join the Space Travelers Club on Patreon. Here we go. PaisleyTown.com is her website as Paisley joins us from Vancouver, British Columbia, rainy Vancouver, British Columbia. Because it is the rainy season. A lot of people don't even know, Paisley, that Vancouver is actually in a rainforest. But It is. It, it is a total rainforest. and uh, But she's good with her psychic abilities. She's in tune with her tarot cards. And she is all about the numbers. The numbers. Right before the break, we were talking about, you know, just intuition. How do we tell whether or not we have it, how do we tell whether we don't? How do we move it forward? How do we progress? What do we do about it? And, and I wanted to get your thoughts on that because so many people are trying to find who they are, but we're struggling with it. We really are because of technology. Because For some, today is an ordinary day. But for you, today could be the day you try a new McDonald's sauce for the first time. Maybe you'll dip a McCrispy sandwich into McDonald's Mambo sauce. Maybe you'll spread sweet and spicy jam onto your sausage egg McMuffin. Maybe you'll dip a McNugget in both sauces. 
any day you try McDonald's new sweet and spicy jam and mambo sauce will be a special day because their time in our famous sauce lineup is limited. At participating McDonald's for limited time while supplies last. Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for people who want to know more. And now check out Curiosity's new series, The Real Wild West. Rolling Stone magazine says it's the history of the West they usually don't teach you. The mythology of the West left out a lot of the people. People said they'd never seen a black cowboy. This is the history book, but did you know about these other facts? Watch The Real Wild West now on Curiosity Stream. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Because of cell phones, because of social media, especially social media, in my opinion, has been one of the um, real catalysts of declining humanity. Where we're, you know, I mean, you can shop, you can grocery shop online, you can pay your bills online, you can find a date online. Everything comes online now. You don't have to go to a movie theater anymore because of Amazon or Netflix or Tubi TV or whatever it may be. There's so much going on that you don't have to um, do anything on your own anymore. You don't have to be uh, social in a social media platform. How has this helped or helped define people in their own spiritual guidance? What a question. Dave, you ask the best questions, I swear. Um, spiritual guidance. So I have noticed a couple things. Yes, I I can I'm guilty of spending too much time online, especially during the plague that we just came out of. But I think that internet and social media has saved a lot of people. It's helped a lot of people that are in remote areas. It's helped a lot of people who would otherwise um, not have access. Well, just as an example, when I used to do the, the your show on Sunday nights, we had a whole bunch of people that were factory workers and shift workers that logged in to listen to the whole show um, while they were working alone in a in a graveyard shift somewhere or while they're in Australia or while they're in New York city. Like we had people listening from all over and without the, the social media and the internet, we wouldn't have that access. Like I think it has saved a lot of people who live in remote areas and given them an additional way to connect with people. A lot of people put gaming down. I'm not a gamer myself, but it enhances brain activity. There's been a lot of TED Talks on gaming and how fantastic it is for memory. But I have noticed, even today when I was at the market, we have a little local market here called Langley Farm Market. It's not in Langley, but it's near my house. And um, the cashier was very young. And the gentleman ahead of me in line was a senior and he was talking about, you know, young people not being able to give change without looking at the computer to see how much change to give you if you're paying cash. And uh, we had this conversation about young people not being able to like read cursive or read the numbers on a clock. So the digital, you know, social media aspect has, you know, 
some pros and some cons to it. But I, I think that TikTok and Instagram and these kind of competitive social media engagement devices or tools have led to the sharing of knowledge to let people know to go outside, take your shoes off, put your feet in the sand, put your feet in the dirt or the mud or the grass or walk in the forest and take your shoes off just to connect with the planet. I see more and more people trying to make an effort to get outside when we're not having a monsoon or a snowstorm or smoky skies and fires outside. You know, weather permitting, sunshine and nature, right? Yeah, you, you know, I understand. And, you know, like we wouldn't be able to have grown as much as we have as a radio show if it wasn't for social media as well platforms like YouTube or Spotify or Google Play or iTunes have really benefited us in in a great way. But on the flip side, you know, I, I look at it where our phones have become our Bibles and there's a lot of people, unless you go into a smaller town like where I am, there's a lot of people who've never even walked in a forest. They They don't have time. They don't have the want or desire to know what it's like to smell nature. They don't know what it's like to go spend time beside a river or a creek or to see fish swimming. You know, whether it's koi fish in a pond or salmon fish uh, swimming up river to spawn. You know, and I think I think that's where a, we've lost a lot of our own touch with with our nature and yes. our, and our, and nature and our humanity. Yes. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I was just thinking about some of the places that I've traveled to, um, you know, where you can have really amazing experiences. Um, San Diego is one of my favorite places. Um, I've been to about um, 10 countries in Europe. And travel is where it's at. Now, nowadays, do you find, Dave, like it's a pretty commercial situation for people where people, like you said, are shopping online and buying stuff like maybe off, you know, Amazon or whatever. But don't you find that now more people are leaning a bit more towards having an experience instead of buying a gift? I think so. I think so. I think it is going that way, but it's it's a different way, though. I, I think it's a different so having way. an experience might be ziplining or skydiving or, you know, camel riding or. I would like tra- to, travel. I'd like to ride on a camel. I'm not going to lie. I'd like to ride on a camel. You know, but... one of my students is in Giza right now. Oh yes, very yeah, nice. Yeah, she just sent some camel pictures. Very, very nice, very nice. I, I, I think it, it, it does that, but you know. I know, like, say, for instance, if I take my little guy out in the forest, he in I could have, I got a big yard. I got half an acre, okay? He will not go outside and play. He won't get dirty, won't go play in the dirt, nothing. I take him out in the forest, different kid. He's digging around, he's building huts, he's collecting wood, and he's making structures and 
playing in the dirt, you know, to the point where we have to, you know, strip him down to his T-shirt and his underwear just to get him back in the vehicle because he's so filthy, you know, doing him down. (laughs) But but to get him. But at home where there is an iPad, where there is a television, where there is YouTube, where there is uh, virtual reality gaming. He's clean every day. Dave, two words. Go outside. Fuse, fuse box. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I change, under- change the I, Wi-Fi password. I understand that. I understand that. But as parents, you fall into that trap too. You do because, oh, well, he's playing. Oh, well, she's playing. Right? They're not causing any harm. Just let them do their thing. They're quiet. You know, I mean, that's the way a lot of parents have become. I mean, you look at you look at the amount. I mean, this is a more more on a social construct, but you even look at the amount of of people who do not put their kids in sports anymore. Well, right? or music or or anything like that, because it cuts into our time. We become a, a very selfish uh, we become individually very selfish with our with our time and everything, so it, it's very tough to to put that together. But nonetheless, we need to switch. So, we need to switch over. Uh, yes, we will switch over. But before we do, I want to say like there's a, a few countries in um, Northern Europe, like in the Netherlands or Denmark, where school is outside in the forest. It's foraging. It's like learning to chop wood and build a fire and they're outside all day. They don't like have some time outside and go back into the classroom. Their classroom is outside. And when I heard about that, I was like, yes, this is how it should be. I've heard about that too. All right. Let's get to some numerology here because, you know, one of your specialties and skills is dealing with numbers, numbers and patterns and, and whether it's birth dates or, or something along that line. How do you read numbers to get a psychic message? So based on a person's name and their birthday, um, that gives me some detailed specific information. There's groups of numbers that are connected to the element of water, groups of numbers that are connected to fire, and groups of numbers that are connected to air. It's a little different than astrology because sometimes I've, done a reading for someone before and I've talked about the water and they're like, no, no, I'm not Pisces. I'm Taurus or whatever it is. Like it's not astrology, but, um, people, the month you're born will impact your personality. The day you're born will impact your personality. The year you're born, your name. Like, so it's super cool because in your chat room tonight, you have a lot of people that are using their chat room name, but that's not their real name. And uh, used to have a lady, and she was called Stony. I don't know if you remember that. She used to be in your chat room every night. Mm-hmm. And she booked a reading with me uh, using the name Stony. And so I was telling her this and this, and she's like, no. Walter Brown here for Ocean's Behavioral Hospital in Biloxi. October is National Substance Abuse Prevention Month. Kim? Substance abuse affects millions in the United States, yet more than 93% go without treatment. Substance abuse doesn't discriminate based on age, gender, race, or economics, but neither does recovery. 
The road to wellness is possible at any stage, and we believe everyone deserves support, compassion, and treatment. For more information, visit OceansBiloxi.com. Sunbelt Federal Credit Union has special deals on certificates of deposit. For 10 months, you could get a return of 5.27% annual percentage yield. And Sunbelt offers an amazing 5.33% annual percentage yield for 18 months. Visit a Sunbelt Federal Credit Union location today or learn more at sunbeltfcu.org. That's sunbeltfcu.org. $500 minimum deposit. SFCU is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Nope. Nope. And I'm like, is this your birthday? Is this your correct birthday? And she said, yeah. And I said, is Stoney your correct name? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, <laughs> how do you want me to do a reading if you're not giving me your name? <laughs> so I read the energy of the numbers of a person's name and their birthday. And there's only one person I've ever met that doesn't follow it like that. That when I when I read her, it's it doesn't fit. And I've been and I've been reading doing readings for twenty years. It's amazing. So, I'll give you my name. Let's let's give the audience an example here. I'll I'll give you my name. My name is Dave, or legally David. Okay, and my birthday is May twenty fourth. Do you need my year that I was born? Uh, no, we don't even need your year. I can I can give you information about this already. I'll tell you straight off. I know you're famous, Dave Scott, Dave, 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 Dave. Mm. You're stronger to go as David. Did you used to be called David when you were young? I hated it. Okay, so that's okay. You can go by Dave. It's going to make you more sensitive. It's going to make you more empathic and you will take on your surroundings in a, I'm going to say like in an emotional way, you'll take on your surroundings more as Dave than you will as David. Mm. Does that make sense for you? Yeah. So the name Dave is the energy of six. I'll call it, I'll call the name Dave a six energy. There's 81 different name combinations. So I just break it down into nine for the purpose of a quick, fast little instruction. But Dave is a six name and it's empath, artist, healer, creative, sensitive. You love harmony. You hate conflict. Nature. You love people. Sometimes you may not with with the birthday May twenty fourth. Sometimes you may not speak up for yourself if you think it might hurt someone else's feelings. So you might suffer in silence rather than speaking up for yourself if at the cost of someone else's emotions. You're laughing. Tell me why you're laughing. Uh, because that is very true. Very And true. being born in May tells me that you, so just for our listeners, I'm, I'm talking about if anyone's born in May, this may ring true for you, but it also depends on what your other numbers and what your name is. But, but in general, a five energy. So if someone's born on the 14th, that's a five energy. If someone's born on the fifth, that's a five energy. If someone's born in May, that's five energy. 
And what's fascinating about numerology for me is that I'm dyslexic with numbers. So all my life I said, I hate numbers and they're stupid and I'm never going to work with them. And ugh, what do we need numbers for? Numbers are dumb. <laughs> so it's shocking to me that numerology pulled me in and I do this for a living. It's impressive for me. So May energy is about a little bit about politics. It's a little bit about advocating for others. Thank goodness, because once you can advocate for others, which you do do that, I've, I've witnessed you do that, Dave. Once you advocate for others, it helps you to speak your truth so you can speak up and advocate for yourself, regardless if it hurts someone else's feelings. And you speak up more now than you ever have. Is that correct? Yes. Because I haven't seen you for a few years. It's been a while since since I saw you in person. Here's the problem that I have, and I, I'm going to open up to my audience here for a second. Okay. Growing up, I didn't have a voice. Okay. I was always taught that I, my opinion didn't matter. All right. And then, well, this is, gonna, this is getting emotional here. And then when I did find my voice, it was like throwing fire or throwing gasoline on a fire. So it didn't matter how right I was. I've always been the guy to blame. Even if I didn't cause the situation, I've always been the guy to blame. And that's part of the reason why I moved away from everybody and everything is to finally find my voice so I could have approval from myself that I was um, worthy of having an opinion, right? Well, you're so worthy. Like, you got the wound, I, I can give you, Let me give you an example. When I worked in radio in Vancouver, I had this maniacal sports director the most miserable jerk on the planet. We worked in sports, and he was still miserable. Still miserable. One day, his golden boy, who still works in Vancouver Media, by the way, his golden boy gave a breaking story of mine to a competitive radio station because he wanted to work over there. Under the contract that we had to sign with the current radio station we worked at, that was a fireable offense. When I brought this to my boss's attention, I was the one who was threatened to be fired for being a tattletale, let alone doing something that was supposed to help the company. Sure. I can tell you about that in regards to numerology, Dave. Yeah. So because we're on the radio, I can't, I'm not going to be able to show people, but if you take the number one and you go all through to the number nine, numerology is one through nine. So if someone's born on the 10th, they're a one, it's one through nine. And if you use that like a scale, like a pendulum, the number in the middle is five, which is balance. 
So we're not supposed to practice speaking up with our closest, nearest, and dearest family members that we might want to slap sometimes. Um, And we're not supposed to speak up with our boss. We're supposed to practice speaking up, advocating for others, and in situations that are not emotionally charged. So, for example, you might want to start speaking up with a waitress or a bank teller or uh, someone you're ordering food from at a drive-thru or somebody who's not like your maniacal boss. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. But no, I, I mean, I can give you hundreds of examples. Yeah. And hundreds. were they emotionally charged situations? Uh, so, some of them. See, yeah. the, the other issue that I had growing up, what a lot of people don't know, is I'm a junior. And so everybody who loved or hated my father, okay, it rubbed off on me. Does he go by Dave or David? He goes by Dave. Which is why, mm-hmm. which is why I did not name my son David the Third, because I had to break the cycle of that energy. It only takes seven generations to break that cycle, by the way. <laughs> well, it starts with a name change. Yes, interesting that you don't go by David then, if your dad went hated by Dave. It. Hated it. Hated being called David. I always felt when somebody calls me David, I go back to that that small young boy who didn't have that voice. Ooh. So, do we have any Davids in the chat room that you know of? If you just kind of quickly glance not that at I, who's listening, not that I know of. So, the difference between David and Dave. So, the name David is one energy, which is very different from the six energy of Dave. So, David would be more independent, strong, uh, very well-versed in communication, possibly accounting, because accounting is numbers, which is communication, Um, business owner, uh, union rep, uh, scientist, uh, med lab technician, doctor. Virgin. uh, Mediate. What's that? Virgin. (laughs) Gosh, I know so many sweet men named David. Not me, actually. man. I, I, to me, the name David is so beta male that I it depends on the birthday. Um, I, I would, I would challenge that. I would challenge. Okay. I would challenge that big time. Out of all the Daves and Davids I have met in this world, I would extremely challenge that. Okay. You can challenge it. <laughs> I still stand by my numerology. It's scientific. So so being born is in May makes you a little bit political, mm-hmm. an advocate for other people. Um, equality and equitability and fairness is super important to you. Would you say that's true? I would say that's true. And on that note, I'm going to get you to hold on right there, Paisley Town. Because when we return, more learning about numerology, tarot, the experience it brings, the messages that we could get through from us to the other side to our higher consciousness. 
PaisleyTown.com is Paisley's website. Spaced Out Radio continues right after this. There we go. We're clear. Do we have anyone in the chat room asking questions yet? Not yet. I will highlight them. Guth1980, welcome to SOR chat. Dirty Filth, what do you got for us here, brother? Well, Dave, we get a little bit of a Halloween drawing. I'm noticing this. Plotting gray aliens. Mm. Ooh, we got a little Schwarzenegger gravestone there. I'll be back. And there's some it's- more drawings. <clears throat> All right. I'll be right back, guys. Speaking of being right okay. back. Dirty filth, it's all on you, man. It's all on me. Hi, Do you Casey. Have... How are you doing tonight? I'm great. Can we see the other drawings? Oh, yeah. Have the other two one. more. This was I've been the other like, one. Watching. It's... Oh, you made that one into the graveyard one. Oh, that's beautiful. Can that you zoom the... in a little bit for us? Oh, I think. It'd be... Oh, yeah. Here, hold on. I've got control, I think, here. Oops. Wait one second. Okay. Oh, boy. That's okay. The answer I'm trying. Is no. I'm trying. <laughs> what's your, do you, do you want to, um, what's your first name? Klaus. With a C? Oh, geez. With a K. And does it have an E on the end? It does not. K-L-A-U-S. Yes, ma'am. There we go. There's Dave's wood gnome. Oh, my gosh. So cute. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) That's excellent. I um, can't see in the chat room too much because... My computer's a little bit far away from me, so. And I can't um, it goes really fast. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, Klaus, I'm gonna. Uh, do you want me to call you Dirty? D F. <laughs> Download. Sure, that sounds. That sounds okay with me. <laughs> um, have you ever had a numerology reading? I have not. Do you want a little bit of information about Klaus with the K? Let's hear it. I'm always up to be weirded out. So not knowing your birthday, you'll have some aspects of this, but this might not be fully true because your birthday might contradict what I'm about to say, but you get bored Would you like easily. To know my birthday? Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Tell me. Oh boy. Usually don't do this. It's uh, not the year. September, don't tell me the September year. September twenty third. Okay, don't tell me the year because you know, personal information and all that. Okay. Uh, one thing that could come up as a challenge for you is decision-making. Is that true? Definitely. And you have a little bit of a temper. Is that true? I can be pretty ragey. <laughs> ragey. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and do you work with, I, I know you're doing artist stuff right now, but do you work with wood or metal um, as a 
as a vocation, like as a job? I do. Usually people with this birthday will do like something like auto mechanics or welding or woodworking or cabinetry or building something out of wood. It's nothing that glorious. I work with outdoor equipment. So lots of skids and chunks of metal and yes. Yeah. Pretty good. Just for boom, the numbers, right? Usually when I do a numerology reading, it's at least an hour long. So it's, it's like that, but for an hour, it tells me about your communication style. And I would say you love to be alone and you love to be with people. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Two sides that are like, it's not bipolar, but it's like, once you have spent too much time around people, when it's too people-y outside, you have to pull back away from people just to get yourself grounded again so that you can re-energize and come back out. I have been known to vanish like a ghost. Right at the spooky season, too. How convenient. Looks good, Dirty. I'll have to give you a call one of these days, Paisley. And... Yeah, I'm available to do readings. Yeah, for sure. Super fun. What city are you in? I live in Edmonton. Oh, I was kind of hoping Dave would have come down for Guns and Roses. I know. Dave should have. You guys haven't had any snow yet, right? Not yet, no. Monday, just like oh, Dave. Monday. Yes, Monday's the day where the rabbits turn white. <laughs> it's weird. I never knew that, by the way, that the rabbits actually turn white when the snow falls. And then when the snow melts, they can't change back until the following spring. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Guys, hold on one second here. Big thank you to Simon with a hat trick, Pascal with four super chats, Human Carl, A Brock, T Bone with two. We very much appreciate the love and support, everyone. Thank you for doing what you do. Uh, do some shopping at spacedoutradio.com. We got great swag. It's not ugly, people. It's definitely not ugly swag. You don't want none of that. And. Join the Space Travelers Club if you have it already. It is down below with the link. Here we go. You're listening to Spaced Out Radio with Dave Scott. Follow Dave on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio and on Facebook Spaced Out Radio Show. Here we go with hour number two of Spaced Out Radio tonight. Good to have you with us. My name is Dave Scott. Very much appreciate earning your listening ears. Wherever you are on this beautiful planet we call Earth. Hello to everyone listening in on our terrestrial affiliates around North America, digitally on Odyssey Radio, TalkStream Live, and KPNL. All of our archives are free. Please join us at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do me the favor, hit that subscribe button. The Desert Clam has set the password for tonight in the SOR Space Travelers Club. Farouche! Farouche is your password. Use it wisely, space travelers, as the clam sets the password each and every night right here on Spaced Out Radio. Our website, spacedoutradio.com, we have a plethora of features for you. 
Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the newswire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and you can join us on Patreon at the SOR Space Travelers Club. From Vancouver, British Columbia, height unknown, but her hair is known. Beautiful and talented, Paisley Town, psychic medium, tarot card reader, numerologist, and she does so, so much more. She is wonderful. A beautiful human being. Her website, paisleytown.com. Paisley, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for inviting me, Dave. I've been um, really promoting your show, and um, hopefully some of my students and my people, my followers, are in the rooms tonight listening. Well, we appreciate that. We very much appreciate that. So if you're new in our YouTube chat, check us out. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, ring that bell, because we are here seven days a week. Seven days a week. We do it. 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 All right. Uh, Let's get to some audience questions here, because they are starting to um, build up here. Let us go to... Sovereign. What does the number 222 mean to you? Say that again. What does the number 222 mean to you? So, numerology, um, the way that I was trained to do it is about people's names and their birthday. And to me, 222 would be more like an angel number. And, you know, when I was talking about going within or going on Google, if you go to Google and you type in, what does 222 mean? Um, There's a lady named Doreen Virtue who has written a lot of books on angel numbers. And she can talk about what does 222 mean? What does 1111 mean? What does 777 mean? So 222 in numerology doesn't, the way that I was trained, I'm, I'm basically reading names and birthdays so unless it's like february 22nd to me it's not you know what i mean two to two is different than i hear you what i'm talking about all right and interestingly enough on thursday night a lady stood up when i was at the rio and her birthday was february 22nd (laughs) maybe that's the connection let's go to kurt is there hear that that's the sound of your money slacking Make it work harder for you at Sunbelt Federal Credit Union. Featuring high-yield certificates of deposit with just a $500 minimum deposit. Like 10 months with 5.27% annual percentage yield. And 18 months with 5.33% annual percentage yield. Visit your nearest Sunbelt branch or go to sunbeltfcu.org. SFCU is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. At Casper, we want you to have it all especially when it comes to your sleep. So we went ahead and made everything on our site up to 50% off. Yeah, for real. Even our innovative, extremely comfy mattresses. Yep, they're up to 25% off. Adjustable bed frames, 50% off. Pillows, sheets, bedding, bundles, and that super cute dog bed. It's on sale. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Visit casper.com or a store near you through October 24th to save on everything. Exclusions apply. See casper.com slash promo. A difference in numerology between cultures, say Asian and European. Of course, yeah. There's lots of different schools of numerology. Um, one of the things that I studied when I was taking metaphysics is feng shui, 
and um, feng shui is the balance of a space. Um, and, and the words mean wind and water, like balancing of wind and water. And here on the West Coast of Canada, a lot of people, there's a large Asian community here. So a lot of people here practice feng shui. And there's seven major schools of feng shui. So there's seven different kinds. And numerology, I don't know how many kinds there are. I do know there are some numerology systems that don't involve the elements. But I'm just, you know, doing readings based on the way that I was taught from my mentor. Um, His name is Clean Konings. And he practiced um, some of the Kabbalah and the numerology methods based out of uh, uh, a place near 41st and Oak in Vancouver. And when I met him 20 years ago, he had been doing numerology for 44 years. So as far as I know, he's still practicing. He's on Vancouver Island now. All right. Uh, We're getting some birthdays in here too. Oh. And let's go to our next question. Candy, do you recommend people do their own charts, readings, etc., or hire someone to do it? Um, I don't like doing my own readings for myself. I much prefer to have someone else read for me because I don't want to put my... Sometimes, when it, especially if it's an important question that you, you're asking... You don't want to put your will into it, if that makes sense, right? Like, I, I think it would be biased for me to do a reading for myself on myself. I mean, obviously, I, I know my numbers, so I know what my personality is like. But I know what my personality is like so much so that after I had a numerology reading by Clayton Konings uh, back in the day, I actually changed my first name and my last name because it wasn't a name that balanced with my birthday. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So Paisley town is my new name. And about seven or eight years ago, I did some ancestry information and I found out that my grandmother's mother, her, her father was born in the town of Paisley. This was after I did my name change. I found that out. So Paisley is a town near Glasgow, Scotland. Gotcha. Well, thanks for hiding that on us. Uh, Neil wants to know, in your opinion, what does 33 mean? Freemasons use it. 33 is not to do with numerology. It's It's just a combination. It's like the 222 that we just spoke about. Right. Uh, Little Cam over on Twitch wants to know, do you use any apps or websites for your work? I do not. Uh, I mean, not to perform my work. No, I do it all personally. Like, mm, I don't want to say in my head because it doesn't come from me. Like, the the, the way that I feel that it works is like, I connect with spirit. First I ground and use protection and then I connect with spirit and spirit gives me information and I feel like I'm just the messenger. And then I give that information to the client. And part of my prayer includes the highest and best for the client to come through. And so 
sometimes I don't understand the information or I don't know what the information is that I'm being given. Sometimes spirit will give me an image and I draw it and I'm like, I don't know what the heck this is, but here I, I drew it for you. What does it mean? So symbols come through a lot that I don't know what they mean. And they usually mean something to the client, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to Nicole or Nikki in Seattle. Regarding numerology, what, if anything, does a double Pisces mean? I've never heard of a double Pisces. I don't know. That's astrology, I would think. Let's go to Doug Shelby. The Doug Shelby. Hey, Paisley. I've always wondered if, after having one's future read, if it's possible to change that future. I like that Ooh, question. Doug, good question. D Dave, you know the answer to this question already, don't you? Yes, I do. I don't do what I call predictive readings. Um, I don't uh, legally. I will. I would say, and I do say, and I have said, and I, you know, readings are for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> You'll see that on my website. People are not meant to make decisions based on a reading, not medical, not real estate, not financial, not mental health wise. Like that's not what readings are for. Having said that, I have had, I have a client who's um, an investor who comes to me for information that I provide, but I always have the caveat, like, this is not like, I'm not a banker. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I, I'm doing a reading here. So I don't do predictive readings. I would call predictive readings something that you would go to like a fortune teller for. I'm not, I'm not the reader you go to where I say like, oh, you're going to meet a tall, dark, handsome man and, you know, live in a castle. Like <laughs> I don't do predictive readings. I provide information that spirit gives me for my client. And sometimes I don't get to choose that information. And what I mean by that is sometimes people want to come to learn about the scientific numerology. And while I'm doing a numerology reading, spirit interrupts me while I'm writing something down to the point where I can't even write. It's kind of like automatic writing. It just com comes out. And while I'm writing things down, spirit interrupts me to tell them something else that has nothing to do with numerology. See, and I look at it in regards to the future. If we want to look at that, that the future really is predicted by how you want it to turn out. So, for instance, you have the power and the authority to change anything you want under free will okay Destiny, so, yeah, absolutely. so if, you, if you're somebody who has that black cloud over you you have the ability to change that you're not stuck in that pattern and it's the same if you're having good luck if you're on a real hot streak you have to know that eventually things are going to calm down you know, it doesn't mean that you have bad luck. It just means that you went through a very good phase that was beneficial for you. And now it's time to to uh, come back to that normal stage of life now. Right. True. And so. Yeah. I so I don't believe that if you get 
if you get something, uh, a prediction for the future. And and I'll be honest with you, I Paisley and I have had this conversation years ago, but one of my biggest issues with a lot of psychics out there, and this is why I don't bring a lot of them on anymore, is because I would usually, before I bring a psychic on, I would usually say, okay, if you're going to come on my show, I need a reading. I want to know that if if I'm bringing you on, that there's some merit to it. I'm not just going to put you on for the sake of putting you on so you can express how awesome you are without being kind of tested to it. And the one thing that I learned from about 95% of the psychics that I interviewed in the past was everything great was always 6, 8, 10, 12 months down the road. But you have to go through this rough patch. And when you get out of that rough patch, then all of a sudden, you know, you're making babies, you're winning the lottery, you're, your business is taken off, you're going to have the best flower patch in the spring that you've ever had before. Okay? And then when you hit that six, seven months a little bit later, guess what? Oh, well, now Mercury has gone into retrograde and set everything back. But I could tell you in 6, 8, 10, 12 months, everything's going to be looking absolutely beautiful for you. But that 6, 8, 10, 12 months never arrives. And what I noticed in a pattern of a lot of these psychic people was that they were very quick and very, very accurate on nailing down the bad stuff. But when it came to the good stuff, it was never, it was, oh, pardon me, it was always just out of reach. Like, I'll give you an example. And, and and this is something Paisley has never, ever said to me. Okay, and this is why I, I trust her and I bring her on the air. Okay, because she's never handed me a line of hogwash that is, that is out of tune. And one of the, th- and what I mean by that is, I've had a lot of psychics. One of the questions I always ask a lot of psychics is when space out radio going to take off? And once again, I get the six, eight, 10, 12 months. No, the first answer is I'm surprised it hasn't already taken off more internationally. And then, well, you got to go through this, this, this Mercury retrograde or Jupiter retrograde or your aunt's underwears retrograde. Okay. <laughs> and, but in six, eight, 10, 12 months, expect a phone call. And that phone call, and I would always mark it down mentally and, and, and physically put the energy, try and manifest it. And that phone call never came. And. When I went back to that person to say, hey, your your date was wrong. Well, you know, that's because ABC happened and then DEF came in, you know, and then, you know, uh, you stepped in a pile of dog poo. And, you know, there's always an excuse. So I lost a lot of faith in people trying to predict the positive. But come to the negative, it's very accurate for a lot of psychics. Dave, do you remember the reading I did for you? I did a card reading for you and we did it um, on zoom. Actually, Lil was asking like, do I use apps and websites? Um, 
I use Zoom when I'm doing a reading for people. Um, I don't need to have a video of the person. It could be by phone. I have read on Dave's radio show, people just give me their name and their birthday. And, and I read not knowing them, not seeing them, not knowing anything about them, never having met them before. So I don't need apps and all that. I just read numbers and and psychic information. Do you remember the tarot reading I did for you? It's so long ago now. It's... Okay. I'll, I'm not going to tell everybody what your reading was about because I'm all about privacy. But I'll say this. You are at a crossroads and you are making a decision. And I remember one card from that reading that came up. And I talked to you and I said the name Michael. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Do you remember the reading now? Vaguely, vaguely. Yeah, you can yeah. be. You can be more as long as it's not personal life. You can be very specific around the show and everything, so you can share. It was that. personal life. It was a personal reading, but I'll tell you after the show when we're when we're not on air in the chat room. I'll remind you. Okay. Yes, you were at a crossroads and you were trying to make a decision about something. It was after you were off work for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah, and I don't usually remember readings, but I remember the card that came up and I said, oh, this card for me, it's a, it's a tarot card, so it's not attached to anybody's name. But I said, to me, when this card comes up, it's about someone named Michael. And you said, yeah, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Now, are we talking, then, are we talking Merle Mike? Nope, we are not. Yeah. Does that ring a bell? Mm. That's okay. If it doesn't <laughs> ring a bell, that's okay. Every reading is different. And um, unless I'm, you know, teaching uh, people how to be psychic readers, I don't repeat or share readings unless it's for the purpose of teaching. And if that's the case, I'll give like a small snippet of a situation without mentioning any names or any, it wouldn't, you, no one would know. It wouldn't be like Dave's, I told Dave Scott. <laughs> it wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be that. Ah, oh, that's all right. That's all right. It wasn't Michael Hall. Nope. It was someone with a beard. I'll tell you later. Yeah. I'm confused. Let's go to Laura Lobbs. What would you recommend as a place to start if I want to pursue numerology? Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't, besides myself, I don't know anyone who teaches it. Um, I I wouldn't be able to, 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 to I, I don't feel qualified enough in numerology to be able to teach the class that I took is 13 weeks long, three hours a week, and it was extremely detailed with 81 name combinations. So it was it was pretty intense. I would say, like, if you're a reader, re- read a couple of different numerology books by a couple, two or three different authors, and you'll get the information you need from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I do teach a two-hour numerology class once a year terrible time says dave keeps his ponytail and long beard in a ziploc bag in the studio 
Uh, the beard is in a Ziploc bag, by the way, but the the, the hair, it's still in a uh, a nice, uh, safe paper bag. So just so you know. We already knew. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. Back in the day. It's the way it is. Um, let's go to human. You had really short hair when I first met you. Yeah, it'll be short after tomorrow, too. That's for sure. Two minutes to go. Let's go to Human Carl here. I I wanted to stay away from readings tonight because we don't usually do reading show, but Human Carl is the exception because he's a veteran. He's been an amazing supporter here. Uh, birth date, December 16th. Total number of year numbers is 22. I don't know what that means. Okay, 22 is not the right number, so... Um... So here's what I'm going to ask Carl to do. Um, Take the last two digits of your birth year and add them together and tell me that number. (laughs) But in the meantime, and is Carl the correct first name, Dave? Yes. I call him human Carl because we don't want to get him misconstrued with alien Carl who came to my window. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. That came to your window at the yeah. So we we don't want people to think that Carl's an alien when he's actually a human, right? And did he give you an answer? We're waiting on the last. We're the last waiting two on digits. It. Okay, so the name Carl would be somebody that would get along with a person named David because it's one energy. It's evidential and scientific at the same time, and intuitive. Twelve. Um, so. So 12 is what his uh, ears had up to. Got it. Okay. So, so he's born in 1911. So he's born in 1911. <laughs> I got it. It's a four. Hopefully I've got this right. It's a four. So um, Carl gets along with all personality types unless he feels betrayed in a situation. And the betrayal could be socially, financially, verbally, any kind of... It could be like relationship betrayal. If if there's a betrayal, Carl is done, done, done with you. Um, should be, <laughs> if I had to explain Carl's organizational side, have you met Carl, Dave? Uh, not in person. Hopefully this, okay. hopefully at our, at our fan party, human Carl will make it to Reno May 10th through okay. 12th. Okay. Well, maybe I'll meet Carl in person. So the organization style of this birthday combined with this name would be organized chaos. Beautiful. Um, And actually on the commercial break, um, uh, Dirty Filth gave me his real name. Thank you for doing that and his birthday. And I would say the same organized chaos. And on that note, we're going to take some organized chaos with our break here at the bottom of the hour. We have Paisley Town in for the next 30 minutes on Spaced Out Radio. Her website, paisleytown.com. We continue right after this. Stay tuned. Holy crap, human Carl. I didn't know you were born in 1911. Mm. No, he's just taking the last two digits and adding them together. Ah. And it comes up to 12. Okay. Yeah. Born in 1984, Human Carl. Or 2012. 
<laughs> You're never going to guess it. There's the way numerology works is you won't. Thirty nine. There's lots of combinations. Yep. I'm just teasing human Carl. Of course. I got my tarot deck right here. Did Carl reply to uh, confirm let me or deny any information about organized chaos or betrayal? Um, or... No, he hasn't replied yet. Okay. <clears throat> or even about, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. evidential and scientific. Oh, he says so correct on everything. So let old Davey, we're going to draw a card here for human Carl here. Hold on. Which deck are you using, Dave? I am using my Oracle of the Shapeshifters deck. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful deck. Hold on. i got to knock the. Do you want me to grab an Oracle deck, Dave? No, let's just have some fun here. Okay. I've never done this with my audience before. Okay. Shuffling him up for you, human Carl. No shit, Ronald. Er, tarot eight numerology. Go figure. Go figure. Human Carl was born in 1993. For real? No, he's born in 48. So he's our age, Dave. <laughs> he's a year older than my dad. Is he? Yeah, my dad's a 49. Oh. At Casper, we love all things sleep, so we thought it would be fitting to make a sale that covers, well, everything. Save up to 25% on mattresses and up to 50% on everything else you need for better sleep at Casper.com or a store near you through October 24th. Exclusions apply. See Casper.com slash promo. At Casper, we want you to have it all, especially when it comes to your sleep. So we went ahead and made everything on our site up to 50% off. Yeah, for real. Even our innovative, extremely comfy mattresses. Yep, they're up to 25% off. Adjustable bed frames, 50% off. Pillows, sheets, bedding, bundles, and that super cute dog bed. It's on sale. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Visit Casper.com or a store near you through October 24th to save on everything. Exclusions apply. See Casper.com slash promo. Okay, he's my age. <laughs> no, not exactly. You might get a date here, Hugh and Carl. You might get a date. Oh, that was so funny when you were talking about online dating too, because um, I have not met anybody on online dating. Okay. All right. Stop shuffling. Pull a card. All right. And who's this card for? Is this the, card for this the is, listeners this, this, in the chat? This is for human Carl. I'm waiting for one. To, okay. There we go. Two of okay. them got stuck. All right. <clears throat> all right. First one. Little wolf girl. It is all right to be alone. Yes. And earlier on the commercial break, I told Dirty Filth that he likes to be alone and he likes to be with people mm-hmm. carl's a little bit more of a loner than that but he is okay to be social and number two for human carl a beautiful little worm take care of yourself you and carl beautiful cards dave i know they're gorgeous we're doing pretty good considering you said no readings on air yeah but it's human carl we have to I'm impressed. <clears throat> now, Dave, have you taken any metaphysical training? No, I just know how to do it. 
That's see when Pascal opened me up. Okay, when he told me how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? And I blame Pascal for this, and I thank him every day for it. Of course. Um, I know how to read things that I shouldn't know how I and do things that yes, I shouldn't know how to do. That's called intuition. Yeah. And of course. like like astral travel. Or that's because you're born in May. Or or uh remote viewing. I know mm-hmm. how to do it. I don't know how I know how to do it. I just know I know how to do it. Right. Re- reading cards like normally if i'm re- if i'm if i'm actually reading a deck for somebody i don't even read the words because the words don't tell the story to me it's the pictures right right but like speaking of the pictures dave van gold wants to know what's the artist's name of the deck of cards that uh, you're using lucy cavendish oh yes she does some beautiful decks yeah so right right there yeah, it reminds me of um, there's a movie out called Big Eyes, that kind of art where yeah. they have the cute I have, faces. I have like two other decks in here. Uh, the one I don't know where it is, but I have another like a, an archangel type uh, deck that yes. that um, I have is to it be Doreen Virtue. No, I have to be really into it in order to read it. Like I okay. have, yeah, like they're heavy cards. Well, right. bring them to Reno. Yeah, we got five seconds here, guys. Hold on one second here. Here we go with the second half of Spaced Out Radio tonight. Good to have you with us. My name is Dave Scott. Very much appreciate earning your listening ears wherever you are on this beautiful planet we call Earth. I want to remind you that if you've missed portions of this show or others, you can check out our free archives by going to youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. Do me the favor, hit that subscribe button. We're on every major podcast network, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, everything in between as well. You can also check out our website, spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the news, wire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and you can join us on Patreon and join the Space Travelers Club. All right, we continue on. Final time tonight with Paisley Town out of Vancouver, British Columbia. She's a psychic. She's a numerologist, tarot card reader, into psychometry, into a little bit of everything. And, yes, she's single and looking. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> I can say that because we're longtime friends. But, Paisley, I, I love it when you're on here. We, uh, It's been way too long. So thank you for coming on tonight. I'm so happy to be here, Dave. We were reading Human Carl right before the we break. Were. we were. So what do we get from this? What do we get? What can we tell our audience? He's... Readings are fun. They're for entertainment purposes only. Ask my insurance company. <laughs> Human Carl says, organized chaos is a perfect description of my work habits. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And... 
And that's, um, some people might find like, I'm just giving a quick snapshot of the combination of the numbers and where they fall in the birthday and the name. And some people might say, yeah, that's pretty general. But when I read, I read for an hour and I have repeat clients and those clients invite me to come and do Halloween parties or baby showers or grad parties. I, I, I have a lot, a lot of repeat clients. I have clients that have been seeing me for, you know, more than 10 years. That's great. That's great. Okay. Explain what psychometry is. So it's reading energy from an object. Mainly I like to read metal when I'm reading an object for someone such as a ring or a watch or a pendant or a set of keys that's not like a plastic key fob to a Chevy F-250, whatever. I guess Ford F-250, not Chevy. Um, I only say that because I took auto mechanics. I thought I'd be an auto mechanic. Do I look like an auto mechanic, Dave? You do not look like an auto mechanic at all, no. Um, so, yeah, you read the energy from objects, but I have been doing this um, on a regular basis. And so I have been able to read things like a photograph inside an envelope that's sealed. I put it in my left hand. I close my eyes. I use my right hand to like feel the energy of the envelope. I hover my hand above the envelope and then I get impressions and I get information and I get feelings and I get names and I get, when I was practicing psychometry, the, the, you know, at the very beginning, I just practiced on my friends cause I didn't know I was going to be a psychic. And one of my friends gave me a ring to read. So when I was reading her ring, I said, I don't know what's going on. Like this is the gift except Nobody gave it to you. It's a gift. Like, it doesn't really make sense. It's a gift and no one gave it to you. And she said, yes. And I said, that doesn't even make sense. She said it was a promotion at work that you, if you had high sales in this category, then you got the diamond ring. And she goes, I got the diamond ring. It was a gift, you know. That it wasn't like from someone. It was a gift she earned. That's awesome. That is that is awesome. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's. I like this question. Uh, Richard's asking. My nephew was born ten thirteen twenty twenty three, which equals eleven. And he goes. I've read that a master's not. That's a master number. But I want to know more, especially since he's born on the 13th in 2013. Okay. Um, I don't study master numbers. Um, there are a lot of... Um, Dan Millman has written a book. I believe he talks about master numbers. There's about three different authors that I know of that have books that include master numbers. If somebody's uh, an 11, I call that one plus one is two. I call that a two number. I don't call it a master number. If someone's 22, I call that four. If someone's 33, if that's even possible, I don't know. 
three and three to me is six. So it's not a master number. Um, I don't read master numbers. That's not how I was trained to do it. I just go by what my, my teacher taught me. So, so it's a different school of numerology. Okay. The birth date doesn't give you anything? Uh, yes. The birth date gives me, well, it's without the name. Um, so somebody born October 13th or October 31st, because it's the same energy, Halloween birthday. Um, they might be very contrary. So they might be of two minds about things and struggle with making decisions uh, because the 10 is one energy, which is water, and the 13 or the 31 both add up to four, which is fire. And if you think about nature, fire melts ice, water puts out fire. So water and fire in nature are contradiction like they they fight each other they're conflict and so someone with the birthday 1013 or 1031 likely they may even present and and i'm not giving a medical diagnosis but they may present as kind of having a bipolar personality because they might like to be alone all the time and they might like to be with people all the time. And that sounds like two different things, but it would be someone who feels safe being home when someone else is in the house. Like, for example, someone with this birthday, when they're married, they won't like it when their partner's at work for 12 hours. They want someone else in the house, even if they're not in the same room. If someone else is in the house or the castle or the condo, even if they're sleeping, they feel like they're not alone. Because that is a birthday that doesn't like to be alone. They like alone time without being alone, if that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. So we'll have to ask Richard if that if that resonates. Let's, uh... Part of psychic re- readings that's important, Dave, is like confirmation that it resonates. So name- I can talk all day long and go blah, 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 blah. But if the person can't confirm that it resonates, then it's not worth two cents yeah his name is brody oh brody is it b-r-o-d-y yes okay so that is a sensitive soul that that person might actually go into they could go into any career and make it work they get bored easily um they probably are very hyper and should be always involved and i'm not a medical doctor they would benefit if they'd be involved in cardio activity to burn off some of that energy. And they may go into something like acting, performing, singing. It's, it's kind of like they could pull off anything. So a professional hockey player might be a great, um, if the person is inclined physically, a professional hockey player or a golfer or a basketball player would be ideal because they'd be able to do the cardio and they'd be like in the camera. <laughs> Just as an example. All right. Big question here uh, from Simon in Australia. Paisley, when I use Pascal's dark room method, talk me through the first steps. I think, uh, did you ever do the dark room with pa- Pascal? You know, it's interesting. Pascal mentioned, um, being in class with myself and Beverly. And I don't have a recollection of that. 
I don't know that I've ever done the darkroom method. And if I have, I don't remember it. I did it with it. It would have been a long time ago. I did. And I'm really excited to try it. Um, Okay. It's it's one of Beverly's um, claims to fame. Beverly is a reader that lives uh, in my city. And she's... She's a very professional, credible reader that I trust, and I have sent people to her. She does mediumship. I don't know if she does radio well, shows, but I, she does I, mediumship. I can, actually, I can actually answer this question because I've done the dark room with Pascal. So the first thing that you need to do is make sure that there is no potential light source coming in. You need to be in pitch black. Okay, so tape up your windows with black garbage bags, not just one of them, but five or six of them until everything is blacked out. There's no light able to come in. Tape up your doorways so that way there is no light coming in and make sure you are in a dark room. Have all the lights off in your house so there is no and all your blinds closed so that way there is uh, less potential of light pollution coming into the room. From there, once you enter the dark room, your senses are going to go crazy because nobody is used to being in pitch black. And so what you want to do is make sure you are sitting down, okay, legs uncrossed, hands uncrossed, and what you want to do is put yourself through a meditation which, first off, grounds you, But second of all, it gives you the control in order to to call in things of peace, love, and light. You want to be careful with what you're calling in. Because with your senses being tampered with as much as they are, if you all of a sudden say, hey, Beelzebub, come in and hang out with me, bad stuff can happen. Okay, so make sure. I don't even want to go there. (laughs) The first time I I did the dark room with Pascal, we actually, we were about three and a half feet, four feet apart, sitting in lawn chairs in, in this room. And we actually could not, we couldn't see each other, could only hear each other's voices, but we both witnessed a miniature solar system open up above us and it was spinning and there was like a a sun in the middle of it and we were watching little orbs all of a sudden swirl off and go do their own thing eventually the spirits came to say hello but it was an amazing amazing experience It, it totally I would do it again in a heartbeat Sure. All of the psychics that I know that I work with on a regular basis or that I have worked with all work with the light. We don't mess around and play around with trickster energy. We ask for the highest and best to come through for the client. 100%. And yeah, yeah. And Beverly wouldn't use that name. You use the Beelzebub, whatever it was. <laughs> she She's a very credible professional reader who only works with the light. I can assure you. No, and, and the, you have to set a very hard intention of what you want and what you want to see. 
and what you want to be a part of. Because if you're not in control, things can take off in ways that you um, don't want to. Did you just do the darkroom method one time, Dave? We did it three times. Okay. Did anybody come up with information that they could smell? I do not recall that. I recall the highlights that I recall were seeing my deceased dog sitting right beside me. That was really cool. I recall seeing this image of an old man, like very wrinkly faced with his eyes wide open and his mouth open, kind of like, like he's yelling at me coming from my right. I recall the solar system. Uh, I never got, no, I did get touched by a spirit. That was odd. Um, one of the coolest experiences of it was I could see my hand right in front of my face. And to me, it was glowing. Like I could see my fingers moving. I could see everything about it. To me, it was glowing. But But it was dark. But Pascal couldn't see my hand. Right, right. I want to just pivot the conversation for a second because... um... You know, when you're talking about like being touched, it brings me to um, all the paranormal work that I do, right? Yes. And <clears throat> I promised Merle. Merle. That I would um, talk about him tonight. Oh, of course. He's always wanting a little attention, a little more well, attention than just, what he deserves. No, I'm teasing. He deserves attention. Yes, he does. He's such a sweetheart. Love the Merle. Um. So Merle and I are planning um, next year um, a special Halloween event. And it's already in, you know, we're already starting to plan it. And um, we may get um, another group involved with it. Um, We'll have to see about that. But I just want to put it out there because next year in October, we're going to do something, Merle and I, together. I, I work independently on um, other other teams, like not just mm-hmm. one team. Um, and I love working with Merle. He's, he's, he's my people. <laughs> I truly believe Merle, and I say this on the air without a doubt, I do truly believe that Merle is the best paranormal investigator in the country. I really do. That's my opinion. And I'll stand by that. He's very ethical. Yes. Yes. I, find, yes. I have found that him to be that way anyway. I agree with you. I agree with you. How do you like working in the paranormal, though? I adore it. It's fantastic. Um, I was in Pitt Meadows at a location, it was a residence. And I was being filmed. Shiloh was filming me, one of the one of the investigators. And usually the cameraman never, never speaks. So I'm in the room by myself doing a walkthrough before the other investigators get there. And normally as the psychic being on the team, the only information I'm given is the address 
I don't know if I'm going to a pub or a house or a vacant lot or a cemetery. They give me the address. They tell me to come and investigate. So I'm, I go in. I'm going to use the term cold. I go in cold or blind. So I walk around the outside of the property and I walk around the inside of the property. And I At Casper, we love all things sleep. So we thought it would be fitting to make a sale that covers, well, everything. Save up to 25% on mattresses and up to 50% on everything else you need for better sleep at Casper.com or a store near you through October 24th. Exclusions apply. See Casper.com slash promo. At Casper, we want you to have it all, especially when it comes to your sleep. So we went ahead and made everything on our site up to 50% off. Yeah, for real. Even our innovative, extremely comfy mattresses. Yep, they're up to 25% off. Adjustable bed frames, 50% off. Pillows, sheets, bedding, bundles, and that super cute dog bed. It's on sale. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Visit Casper.com or a store near you through October 24th to save on everything. Exclusions apply. See Casper.com slash promo. Sometimes I'm being filmed and sometimes I take notes to provide evidence. And I was standing in the middle of this family's living room and I was grabbed around the wrist pretty significantly. It didn't hurt me, but I was grabbed so tightly that I turned around to see who was in the room with me, except nobody was in the room with me, except the cameraman who was in front of me. And he said, Paisley, what just happened? I said, oh, I said, someone touched my arm. <laughs> it's it's very cool experience. I can't even watch like a spooky paranormal TV show with their, I can't watch it. It's too scary for me. I'll have nightmares, but I can go into a house that has activity. No problem. I use my protection and grounding techniques and smudge and it's very different in person than it is watching it on TV. It's not scary in person. It's not scary at all. It's amazing. It's an adrenaline rush. I agree. I agree with you there. I agree with you there till the aliens come. Then it gets a little haywire. All right. You know, there's a couple other things I wanted to ask you. I mean, um, in regards to, um, mystic topics. You you do a lot of classes online and monthly classes. What are these about? So I do, I've been doing psychic development classes for about six years where I took a lot of classes from a metaphysical school and then the school shut down and I took all the classes they offered. I took every class. So I got to meet like all the teachers that worked at the school And I learned a lot of different modalities just out of like human interest. I had at the time I was an office manager. I had been doing office admin for 28 years. So I had no idea I was going to be a psychic reader until I, like I said, like when I did psychometry, that was it. I was so a boom. And I only was interested in doing this as a hobby because you have to remember my family didn't want me to be psychic. They were against it. It would have been really tough on them. And I did it anyways. I um, I had some changes at work. I got laid off from my job suddenly, unexpectedly. And that weekend, I got invited to go do readings out in Chilliwack. So I drove an hour out of town and I did readings for seven hours that day. And I made way more money in seven hours than I made all week at work 
including a two hour a day commute. So I was sold. I was like, maybe I'm supposed to do this. So ever since then, I've been doing psychic readings. Good for you. Good for you. I love success stories. Yeah. And the classes, I teach monthly classes in person um, in the Coquitlam area outside of Vancouver. And I teach 36 different topics, tea leaf reading, crystal ball reading, dowsing, psychometry. I'm a member of the um, Canadian Society of Questers, which is um, a quester is someone who's on a quest for knowledge. And these are intellectual people and they use dousing rods for scientific purposes to find water. And so I'm a member of the questers. And um, so I teach uh, dousing rods, pendulum, gosh, so many topics. (laughs) I don't teach mediumship and I don't teach scrying. You know what scrying is, Dave? Yes. Do our listeners know? Break it down for them. Okay, so scrying would be gazing into a crystal ball or gazing into a black glass bowl full of water or scrying would be um, gazing into a water well. Um, It's the art of like you have a soft gaze, you like loosen your gaze so that you can focus on something that's right in front of you without really seeing it, if that makes sense. It's being able to see images in something. Love it. Scrying crystals, scrying water. Yeah. Now, I know we didn't get to all the questions that you had for me tonight, but (laughs) that just gives us more reason to bring you back on. And I want to say thank you for coming on Spaced Out Radio again, my beautiful friend. It was a lot of fun. Dave, it was awesome for me. Thanks for inviting me. We'll do it again. Tell everybody where they can find your information. Sure. Uh, My website is paisleytown.com. I have a Facebook profile wearing a purple sweater because there's a bunch of profiles that have my name on them. Um, I have a Facebook page called Paisley Towns Events and Fairs because I do psychic fairs. And I'm on Twitter at Paisley411. And I'm on Instagram at Paisley Town Psychic. Love it. Paisley Thank you for coming on Spaced Out Radio. We will do this again very soon. And coming up in hour number three, we're going to kick things off with Steve Stockton from Among the Missing. Then Robin Haynes will be here with the Cryptid Report. It's Dave 101 night. I'm feeling a little feisty tonight. Then we have the strange news of the week. Jam-packed hour three of Spaced Out Radio coming up next. A original Aaron, the mayo and lettuce, they're in the crisper in the fridge. In the crisper. Just letting you know. All right. Paisley, thank you. Appreciate Dave, it. It was here. fun. Yeah. It was way too fun. Way thank too you so fun. Much. I'll call you soon. Okay. Take care, my dear. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. All right. That's Paisley Town, everybody. You can see her in our chat room every now and again. And Robin Haynes, get ready to come on in. She is stretching with the Sasquatch as we speak. She's got her yoga pants on and her pajama top. Yep. Somehow both are in, uh, how can we put it?
Both are in flannel. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> While we wait for Robin, I will be right back, people. Don't go anywhere. Good morning, Simon. Or Dogman UK.
Yeah, Paisley's a fun, fun interview. That's for sure. <clears throat> George, I don't know. I don't know what it meant, but it was really interesting to see. See what the weather is going to be like this weekend. Let's go here. <clears throat> sun and clouds, clouds and sun. Good hunting weather. Perfect. Okay. Hey, RG. How you doing? Big thank you to Simon T-Bone, Pascal, Human Carl, A. Brock, T-Bone, Pascal, Simon, Pascal, Pascal, Simon, T-Bone, Lucy Bell, Human Carl, Simon, and Human Carl again for the Super Chats. Thank you for the love, everybody. Very much appreciated. And don't forget, you can sign up for the Space Travelers Club. Just click the link below in the description of this show if you're on our YouTube channel. And here we go with Hour 3. you like to connect with us head to spacedoutradio.com for all your latest show info now back to dave scott and sor here we go with the final hour of spaced out radio tonight thank you for tuning us in my name is dave scott very much appreciate earning your listening ears wherever you are on this beautiful planet we call earth hello to everyone listening in on our terrestrial affiliates around north america digitally on odyssey radio talk stream live and KPNL. All of our archives are free. Join us at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do me the favor, hit that subscribe button. The Desert Clam has set the password for tonight in the SOR Space Travelers Club. Farouche, Farouche is your password. Use it wisely, Space Travelers, as the Clam sets the password each and every night right here on Spaced Out Radio. Our website, spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the news wire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and you can join us on the Space Travelers Club on Patreon. It is that time of the night where we say hello to Steve Stockton from the YouTube channel Among the Missing and another creepy story. Hello, friends. Welcome to Among the Missing YouTube channel on Spaced Out Radio. I'm Steve Stockton, and I'm about to take you on an unbelievable journey of people just like you. Their stories and encounters will haunt us on Among the Missing. The Superstition Mountains in Arizona are famous for their rough landscape, stunning scenery, and captivating past. Nevertheless, Various disappearances from the 1800s have given them a mystical and creepy reputation. According to legend, there's a hidden gold mine deep within the rough terrain of the mountains. Many treasure hunters have been intrigued by this and have ventured into the hills, but some have yet to return. In the early 1900s, an experienced prospector, Adolf Ruth, disappeared while searching for the rumored gold mine in the Superstition Mountains. In 1931, Harvey Mott discovered Ruth's punctured skull lying under a tree. The medical examiner believed the puncture was due to an Army-style 44 caliber revolver. Additional remains and some of Ruth's possessions were later recovered. 
1948, the partial remains of James A. Cravey, a retired photographer who disappeared while searching for the lost Dutchman mine, was recovered by two men visiting Arizona. Cravey was the 20th reported person to perish at that time while searching for the infamous lost mine. Superstitions, rough and uneven terrain, and unpredictable weather conditions render it a hazardous location to explore, with a significant possibility of getting lost or injured. This is considered a contributing factor to the region's high count of missing people. Despite tales of missing persons and mythical gold mines, the Superstition Mountains still draw in adventures, hikers, and excitement seekers. Next, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. The Great Smoky Mountains National Park is situated on the boundary between Tennessee and North Carolina in the eastern part of the United States. It's a vast wilderness region, famous for its stunning natural beauty, diverse wildlife, and cultural importance. Nevertheless, the park has been linked to several mysterious disappearances. According to the National Park Service, there have been over 1,600 disappearances since President Franklin Roosevelt formally dedicated the park in September of 1940. On June 14, 1969, six-year-old Dennis Martin went missing while playing with his family in the park. He was never found, despite a thorough search involving hundreds of people, and the case remains unsolved. On October 8, 1976, Trini Gibson, who was 16 years old, was hiking with around 40 students from Bearden High School in Knoxville when she disappeared. Fellow students last saw Gibson as the group hiked back from Andrews Bald to the Clingman's Dome parking area. Trini has never been found. Some attribute the region's rugged landscape and erratic climate as possible reasons for these disappearances, but others propose the possibility of a curse by Native American spirits or even the presence of paranormal entities. To help visitors stay safe while exploring the wilderness, the National Park Service increased the number of signs and educational programs. The park remains a place of mystery and intrigue. And thank you to Steve Stockton for another amazing story. If you want more just like that, head on over to his YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash among the missing. Hit that subscribe button. From the missing to the mysterious, it is time for Robin Haynes and the Cryptid Report. <laughs> my fault, Robin. I'm kicking this off saying it is my fault. <laughs> I did not have time this week to get you your own theme I, song. But I will do my best this weekend to accommodate okay. you. I, I will do my well, best. Well, you know, Duke and I look so much alike. <laughs> well, you know what? We, you look much better clean shaven. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, always good to be here. Always good to be here as well, and we love it when you're here. I want to ask you about human interaction with okay. cryptids today, okay? okay? You know, a lot of people are out in the forests right now. Uh, it's hunting season, as you know, and, and that's usually the yeah. end of summer. Turns I was going to bring that up. Hunting season. A lot of campers, a lot of trailers, a yep. lot of tents, a lot of fires and hot dogs and and animals that fall down after a big boom that these uh, Sasquatch or other creatures may not fully understand, unless you're a grizzly bear somewhere here in the north and even in the south where they've decided that when they, when they hear that boom, 
they can run towards wherever that boom was yeah. because there's a free meal there. Yeah, they know it too. And you know, it's funny that you brought that up because that's what I was going to see if we could talk about tonight because it is that time of year. I mean, the one thing what we're guaranteed with all the hunters out there is there's going to be some hunters that are going to see them. They're going to run into the dog man. They're going to run into the Bigfoot. It seems to be more predominant that they run into the Bigfoot than a dogman, but it happens on both. It happens with the cat people, you know, goat man. Um, you're out in the woods. You're out in their territory. They're trying to get food for winter just like you are. You know, they spend months preparing for winter. They stock up on food. I've been in caves before where they've had 10, 12, you know, 14 deer stacked up that they've gutted out and they're stacked up in there. So they've got food for the winter. They know what they're doing. They're stockpiling. We're doing the same thing. And there are so many hunters that go out there, they get a deer, they follow that blood trail, only to find the blood trail just evaporates. And a lot of times they run into the ones that taken the dead deer <laughs> and they're standing there and there's this giant Sasquatch. You know, it's great that you have a gun on you as a weapon, but the thing of it is, is obviously if your life is threatened, you need to use it. But the reality of it is these guys are all linked together as a collective consciousness. You, if, if you can get one down, and that's if, it's really, really hard. The rest of them are coming. One goes down, they all know about it. So it's not quite as easy as you might think. Your best bet is, is if you've got a deer that you, you know, killed and you walk up on it and a Sasquatch is taking it, by all means, let them have it. It's not worth it. Back up, stay quiet, and, you know, or if it sees you, you know, try to talk your way out of it. You know, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm just here. To, I'm going to leave and back up and get out because you don't want that fight over it. They're trying to feed their families, too. It may not be fair, but, you know, the law of the land, that's how it works. But there's going to be a lot more encounters, and they're all very active. All the cryptids are very, very active right now. The weather's getting cooler. And, again, they're out trying to get things ready for the next, you know, the winter. And everything is fair game when you get out in the woods. So it's entirely possible that you're going to see a lot of activity out there. You know, try to be respectful. I mean, it's not... Experience the joy of home sweet hosting with help from Ashley. Get your home ready for company with guest approved essentials now starting at just $9.99.99. And right now you can save on accessories store wide to finish every look. Plus, take advantage of low monthly payments with 60 month special financing in store only. Visit your local Ashley store to shop and save today. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required, minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery required. See store for details. Mandel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram invites you to visit our new state-of-the-art dealership with an impressive inventory, including new 2023 Jeeps during Jeep Adventure Days. To make room for new arrivals, we're offering exceptional discounts on all our current Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram models. We pride ourselves in our exquisite customer service. At Mandel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you deal directly with a manager. No back and forth. Remember, there's a better way, the Mandel way. Visit us in D'Iberville or online at mandelcdjr.com. I mean, you're going out into their world. You really are. And they don't mind sharing that world. But, you know, don't go out there and try to play the heroics because you're not going to win. Okay. So definitely keep your eyes and nose or eyes and ears open. Have cryptids like Sasquatch and Dogman been known to steal hunters' kills? Oh, a ton. Yeah, they absolutely will. And another thing people need to be aware of is, you know, like I'm from Michigan. In Michigan, they put bait piles out. 
okay, they will literally, they're smart. They know what comes to the bait piles. And not only will they help themselves with some of the food from the bait piles, but they will literally go and watch for the deer to come in. And there was more times than I can count that we would put, I'm not a hunter to begin with, but my kids always hunted and their dad hunted with them. And they would put the bait piles out on our property and they would go out there the next day and you would find deer guts on the ground and the deer is gone. Or you would just find a pile of white belly hair. You know, and it wasn't another human that had taken him. It was a Sasquatch. There's footprints all over the place. So it's not like it wasn't pretty evident who was taking them. They wait for those deer to come into the deer pile and they'll grab them. And we had at one point, my ex-husband's brother was out there hunting and we weren't even home. But we had bait piles out there. And he come running out of the woods and he says, why didn't you tell me you hired somebody in a white gorilla suit to walk around the woods? And I said, yeah, because we're so wealthy. That's what we do with all spare changes. We hire somebody in a white gorilla suit to patrol the woods. You know, right. That's what we do for fun on Saturdays. And he was terrified because he was out there. He was bow hunting at the time. There was the bait pile and he was in a deer blind, which they hate the deer blinds. Every deer blind we ever put up, they destroyed and he was in that deer, deer blind watching when a white male Sasquatch came up and started picking through the bait pile. And there was a deer there and it came up on that deer. And of course the deer took off because, you know, the kid was there, but he eventually got that deer because we went out two days later and there's like this giant white hair pile right next to the bait pile. And then the bait pile was completely clear. There wasn't one carrot or apple or, you know, anything sugar beet there they, it was all gone but they absolutely hit the bait piles they they're so highly intelligent they know what they're doing you know like i said i personally for somebody you know that is of intelligence i wouldn't be taking shots at them because it never ends well for our side ever you know i mean if your life is in danger and threatened then of course you have to defend yourself you know i mean that's just a given but it's really not advisable number one you've got a lot of bone to go through Two, they're on a collective consciousness, so everything knows about it. And three, the sheer strength, by the time that bullet actually did its job, what they could do to you before then is astronomical. And that's before you filter in the paranormal abilities. Well, just a whole grasp of things right there. Yeah. What about invading campsites? I have heard from numerous people that when they're camping or it doesn't even have to be hunting season but fishing season or just out camping with some friends that this is tents seem to be a real Mm -hmm. attractant to to the sasquatch they do you know they're curious about what we're doing inside of them and you know where there's people there's usually food so it's an easy meal my son one year we had um, a four-man tent and he said mom i'm gonna camp in the backyard i said okay well, their idea of camping was they they camped like literally five foot from the back of the house, ran these giant extension cords out and hooked up the PlayStation and the TV inside the tent. So it wasn't exactly like they were doing a lot of roughing tent work out there. And they were out there all night long and the Sasquatch came up and kept poking the tent and they could see their fingers being pushed into the tent and they could you know, in the shadows, because we had a floodlight back there, they could see him walking around the tent. And the one actually went and urinated on the corner of the tent that my son was in. <laughs> I'm laying there and it just sounded like this huge water spout. <laughs> but yeah, it's very, very common. And, you know, coolers have food in them. 
we have food with us when you're camping out normally. They're attracted to the laughter and people having a good time. That raises their frequency, raises their energy, and it makes it really fun for them. And they come in and they observe. I mean, I always tell everybody, while you're out observing them, they're also right there observing you. You know, and so it's, yeah, they really hit a lot of it. And they know that campgrounds provide food and great entertainment for parentless people. So, yeah, they, they're right around there. And they'll do that all year round. Is there an actual smell that attracts them? Is it hot dogs? Is it, like, give me an example. I, I know a friend who used to work in the car business. And mm-hmm. every weekend he would have the barbecue going with onions, cooking onions, because yeah, on, on, onions have the the ability where where the the scent of the onions, it wafts for hundreds upon hundreds yeah. of feet. And it attracts people in. Like, where's that onion smell? Where's the barbecue? And yeah. and that's how he would attract people to come in to his car lot. And so I'm curious is there any type of odor or smell that attracts the Sasquatch to a campground? Well, I think, you know, depending on the clan, they're just like us. You know, everybody has certain food tastes that they like. What I've noticed in my lifetime, and I'm sure other people, you know, that have done it have noticed something different, but bacon is a big thing. I mean, let's go to Duke. Poor Duke, every time he goes to the mountains to see the Sasquatch, he has to bring bacon and it has to be cooked because they don't want it raw. And, you know, the hot dogs, it's a typical smell that you have at a camp out. It's very common. And so they've mm-hmm. learned that that smell means there's food. It's not so much the hot dog itself. It's a learned thing. When they smell that, that means there's people there cooking food. And because they're used to that, you know, these are typical things you find at a campground. A lot of people cook bacon in the morning. A lot of people cook hot dogs or hamburgers. You know, when I had them at my house, um, there were certain things they liked to cook meat and certain they didn't. You know, the old saying that they don't cook their meat is really irrelevant because they actually do. But again, that depends on the clan, depends on which one. Some use fire, some don't. You know, they don't have a problem eating it raw, but there's also a lot of them that do like it cooked or at least warmed. But I, you know, I've always found that hamburgers, hot dogs, bacon, that seems to be in the top five or top three. And then you start getting your steaks and your ribs and stuff, and they're all over that. But they have certain smells that you normally would smell at a campground, and that automatically it's more association than it is taste. That association tells them that there's going to be food there, and if there's one human with food, there's going to be more. That makes sense. Okay, what about personal objects? We know that they can recognize the sounds of cars or recognize mm-hmm. vehicles, but what kind of objects are they listening for? Is it is it human voices? Is it you know we've we've often yeah. talked about children laughing and playing, you know? They like the yeah they like the voices that the laughter again raises the, ener- the energy and the frequency, so they're drawn to that. Things they're going to be listening for to make sure they're safe. Do they hear anything with a gun, like a cocking of the gun? They hear a gun cock and they already know what's going on what's going to happen you know the cars if you're in an area that there's not normally cars there but then you go there with cars and you're going to have a campfire and there's food there those around there are going to recognize that a car is going to bring food so it depends on the circumstances that they're around but they really you know the voices they're drawn to it 
Um, they know what it sounds like food cooking and like bacon sizzling in a pan over a campfire. They know what that means. They know what that sound is. You know, it's what they've had around them that's going to get them what they want. That really brings them in. Yeah, I, I can see that. What about what about people, though? Like, what attracts them to people? Happiness, joy, laughter. Music. They love music. My daughter used to sit out for hours and literally play her instrument that she played for school. And they loved it. They would come out of the woodwork for it. Um, Tibetan singing bowls, another huge, huge hit because that is all vibration and frequency. So, and the energy from it. So they're going to be right there on top of that. You know, they really are so based on the energy and frequency that when you have laughter... And laughter raises that on a consciousness level. And so when you're happy, that's higher energy, that's higher vibration. So the happiness, when they get a little concerned, is when there's a lot of darkness. Like if you have people that are arguing and fighting and carry on, you're going to get their attention, but you're going to get it for the wrong reasons. They're going to come in because now you're considered a threat. You know, your energy is down, it's dark. You're yelling, you're screaming. That's now a concern for them and their family structure. So you're going to get attention, but you're not going to get what you want. Okay. So but the whole let, let happiness me, bubble works really good. Let me throw this into the mix then, if you don't mind. Camping, sure. at, camping at night leads to a lot of people having a few beers and a few other uh, type of cocktails at night. They get loud. They get obnoxious. They get uh, yeah, disorderly. They get more concerned when it gets like that. They actually do. They can get overstimulated really easy. And so when you have a lot of people that are drunk or, you know, feeling good, so to speak, and they're loud and they're rude and they're obnoxious and they're hooting and hollering, that actually bothers them. That's annoying to them. That's not a normal happiness thing. You've now crossed that line where you're an annoyance. And they get overstimulated very easy. It is so built into their cognitive setting that, Things can want to hurt them. You know, they're on guard at all times because they've had to live their entire lives like that. So when you get people that are loud and obnoxious and are, you know, like at a frat house party, they get on guard. They're not relaxed. They're not happy. They're not just chilling with you and watching you and observing you where you might be able to see them or interact with them. Now they're on guard because that person's energy is also changed to where it's now considered a threat for them. Hmm. Okay. So most people don't know they're in a Sasquatch area because for, for all intents and purposes, any forest is a Sasquatch area for the most part. Okay. So how does one go out there and have fun, relieve some stress out there, whether it's over a couple of beers or, a steak on the bar on the uh, open fire pit or, or whatever it may be without getting themselves hurt or harmed. Um, generally watch for the signs. There's going to be signs. Not only are you going to see your stick structures or, or footprints or whatever, you know, the, the arches on the trees, but also be aware of your surroundings. If you're hearing calls going off, like certain whistle calls that Steve unusual to you, they're there. If you get little pebbles thrown at you, that's a way to say, hey, we're here. The more agitated they get, the bigger the rock. Be aware. 
And the other thing that's really important, and I say this all the time, and when you walk into an area and you have that really happy, relaxed feeling, you know that you're welcome there. If you walk into an area and it goes from that happy, relaxed feeling, and all of a sudden it's tense and it's irritated and it just isn't comfortable anymore, that means that you've either gone too far in and you're now in your area and you're not wanted there, or perhaps your behavior is not what they feel comfortable being around, and that's your cue to just very calmly leave. You know, people tend to not realize their signs. Their signs are very, very subtle. So you want to really be careful and be aware of what's going on around you. And again, you can, anybody that doesn't even know how to do the energy readings are going to be able to tell if everything feels really good or really tense. Or if you go out to a spot, and Dave, this happened with you before too. You went out to a spot and you said, you know, that area just didn't feel like it normally did. It was tense. And you, you were smart. You left. That was your cue that that's not where you're supposed to be for that night. And then you went back a couple weeks later. It's fine. You know, so just be very aware. Robin, where can people find you? You can find me at Robin Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S on Facebook. And I just opened within the last week my own website where um, I teach different classes and counseling sessions, um, psychic readings, and energy work, various things. And that is at paranormal-empowerment.com. And there is a contact form there. If you don't see what you're looking for on the site, simply fill out the contact form, send it to me, because I offer a lot of other services that aren't listed. Robin Haynes in the Cryptid Report. We'll talk to you next week, Robin. Coming up next, I'm a little flummoxed. A little not understanding, and I'll explain why next in the Dave 101. We will be right back. Great job as per usual, Robin. Thank you. Uh, thank you, sweetheart. Yeah, thank you for letting me uh, mention the site. I just opened it. Uh, I, this is stuff I've been doing for 40 years. It's not anything different. The only thing now is I went public with it. That's the only difference. And um, I'm covering the UFO and the paranormal stuff on top of it. It's not just cryptids and spirits and you name it, and it's it's covered in there. So, yeah, you can do, like, private psychic readings or private sessions or whatever, or you can do a class. Beautiful. Love it. So but- I will see you next week. It's always great to be here. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Okay, bye, babe. Bye-bye. Robin Haynes, everybody. Isn't she awesome? She's just amazing. Yes, amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. CS, how you doing? (laughs) I am great. 
My pain is starting to go away, which is nice. Starting to, uh, I could actually walk today. Walking is good. Um, and, uh, and, uh, had another treatment session today and I can feel uh, my body starting to loosen up a little bit, which is nice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See if I can find something for you here. <clears throat> I can't do the copyright play sound, but um, let's see if I can find something here. Hold on. This one. Uh, no. Let's try this one. This is uh, my little guy jamming away. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So proud of him. So proud of him. Uh, what happened was my lower back has seized up. And um, so I've gone for uh, Cairo slash pressure point therapy slash massage all kind of built into one with my good friend Phil. And he's putting me back together. He's putting me back together, which is good. All right, big thank you tonight, Simon, Pascal, Human Carl, T-Bone, all with multiple super chats. Thank you, A-Brock, Lucy Bell. Very much appreciate the love. Awesome night tonight. Awesome night. And May 10th through 12th, 2024, at the Silver Legacy Casino and Resort. The contract is signed, so we are going to Reno, Nevada for the third annual fan party. So make sure you put that on your calendar. We're going to start opening it up to uh, getting uh, deposits on tickets soon. So um, make sure you're part of that. Go to our website, spacedoutradio.com. We do not have ugly swag, people. So make sure you check it on out. Here we go. We rounded third. We're heading for home tonight on Spaced Out Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. 
My name is Dave Scott. Very much appreciate earning your listening ears. Reminder to all of you that if you've missed portions of this show or others, check out our free archives by going to youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do me the favor, hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the newswire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and you can join the Space Travelers Club right now on Patreon. It is that time of the week where I yell at everybody to get off my lawn. It's the Dave 101. a two-part rant tonight one that has a lot to do with what we talk about on a nightly basis experience the joy of home sweet hosting with help from ashley get your home ready for company with guest approved essentials now starting at just 9.99.99 and right now you can save on accessories store-wide to finish every look plus take advantage of low monthly payments with 60 month special financing in store only visit your local ashley store to shop and save today subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery required see store for details Mandel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram invites you to visit our new state-of-the-art dealership with an impressive inventory, including new 2023 Jeeps during Jeep Adventure Days. To make room for new arrivals, we're offering exceptional discounts on all our current Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram models. We pride ourselves in our exquisite customer service. At Mandel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you deal directly with a manager. No back and forth. Remember, there's a better way, the Mandel way. Visit us in D'Iberville or online at mandelcdjr.com here and the other one has nothing to do with it whatsoever and that's the one i'm going to start with tonight so i don't know how it works in the u.s or any other province in canada when it comes to car insurance but on one of my vehicles the insurance is running out in a few days so i get this phone call from this guy And he says to me, hey, your insurance is running out. And would you like to renew your insurance without having to go into the insurance agency? So I'm like, sure. You know, I normally deal with the same ladies at the insurance company. They're beautiful. They're nice. They take care of me. Do all my vehicles there. But they got this robocall system now. You know, supposed to speed things up. So the guy says to me, okay, you own such and such a vehicle? I said, yes, I do. And he goes, I can do your insurance. I just need you to go email me a picture of your odometer. And I said, no. He goes, why not? I said, well, number one, my vehicle isn't with me right now. And number two, why am I doing your job? Why am I doing your job? 
I've never been asked for my odometer before, but apparently in British Columbia, there's this new thing where if you drive under 10,000 kilometers a year, or equating to about 6,200 miles a year, you get a little bit more discount. So I said to the guy, I said, no, I'm not going to get you my odometer. I said, you're making me do your work. And I've noticed this around my daytime business too, because I have a daytime job. I work in financing where all of these companies are all of a sudden coming in, whether they're from corporate headquarters or whether they're all these sidebar companies that want you to sign up with them because they're going to make your whole life easier. And how do you do that? How are they making you do your your whole life easier? Well, what you got to do is after you type out all the information that you've already typed out for your client or, or preparing your client for, they want you to go on their website and retype everything again. How does that make my life easier? Have you noticed that all of these corporations, doesn't matter what it is, they want you to do more Take time out of your day, provide your information, fill it out on a bunch of different websites and crap like that in order for them to speed up their job for you. I'm getting tired of it. Stop hitting me up for stuff. Seriously. The minute somebody says, hey, we're trying to make things faster, trying to streamline everything for you, I know it is absolutely full of crap. I know sitting in this chair, can't talk to anybody at YouTube, can't talk to anybody at Spreaker, can't talk to anybody in StreamYard because they don't have human components. But they sure as hell want you to have an online conversation with one of their helpers. You ever do that? You ever go to a website where they're like, chat with one of our team members? And it's all computer generated with the most lazy typing of answers? Yes, what is your issue for your cable today? I don't have signal. Then it gives you four options. Your television isn't working. Your power is out. Your child ate your remote control. Choose one or other. So you choose other because none of that. And all you want to do is talk to a human being. But that's now passe. Nobody wants to talk on the phone every, anymore. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's eating up more time than has ever, ever been done before. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous when you're trying to do things as a human being and get things done and get things accomplished. And then they have the nerve at the end of their survey. Was it helpful? No, it wasn't helpful. No, it's not helpful at all. What's helpful is if you get a human being on the other end who actually knows what they're typing or on the end of a phone call where we can actually have a conversation to solve the issue. So I'm tired of my time being wasted. That's one part of this. 
The second part, we kind of got into it with Paisley Town, not got into it with her, but on one of the subjects about psychics. Okay? I used to bring psychics on all the time. Every now and again, we'd do some readings and have fun with some people for entertainment purposes only. But I had to cut that out. Because everybody about five, six years ago, seven years ago, was becoming psychic. I remember this one lady, she was in our chat room. Never been psychic before. She started listening in. We'd have a few psychics. Oh, I really like this person. I really want to, uh, you know, learn from this this intuitive. Next thing you know, like four months later, the lady's doing live Facebooks on psychic readings. She's doing the readings. Never done a reading before in her life, but now she's incredibly psychic. Here's the problem I have with psychics. Most of them are vague. Most of them can predict anything bad that's going to happen. But when it comes to something good, they are always 6, 8, 10, 12 months down the road. You'd never get to that point of goodness in your life. They can tell you that you're going to get a flat tire. They can tell you when you're going to get sick. They can tell you if you're close to losing your job or your company's going to shut down or you're going to run out of gas or your child is going to fail their math test. But everything good is always a ways away. Then we got to worry about Mercury retrograde, Jupiter retrograde, random guy retrograde. All the retrograde you can handle. But the good days never seem to come. And I got frustrated with that. I really did get frustrated with that. It started becoming a thorn in my side when everything would be 6, 8, 9, 10, 12 months down the road. Oh, it's just past this Mercury retrograde. I promise you that radio contract is coming or that television show that you wanted to be on. They're going to call you. It's ridiculous. It is BS, which is why I stopped going to psychics altogether. Now, I do have some intuitives in my life that I trust. Paisley Town being one of them. My guru, Pascal, being another. I trust our Keith Andrews, our Friday Night Weirdo, and Samantha Mowat. Those are my four. If I have a question, I know I can approach them at any time because they're not going to give me the old 6, 8, 10, 12 months away. They're going to give me what it is for, that I need for right now. Now, I'm not saying go to a psychic or anything, but if you are balancing your life on whether or not you are getting online readings on blog talk radio for literally free, and you're bouncing psychic show to psychic show to psychic show, trying to get different messages, one that actually suits you, A, it's not going to work. B, it is for entertainment purposes only. And C, no matter what the psychic says, go to a doctor and get yourself checked out, please. Don't trust your psychic over a Google search. It's just a pain in the butt. Why can they not predict the future 
in positivity. Even when you get these call-in shows, remember back in the day they would do these call-in shows? Well, what do you expect for 2013? Well, I expect the world is going to collapse with a solar flare the largest one we've ever seen, and it's going to hit on September 18th, and the world it's going to knock out the world's satellites and communication, and we're going back to the caveman days within two weeks. Remember those predictions? I believe that Elvis is finally going to be dead, even though he died in 1976. But people are still seeing him. I believe the aliens are coming down on March 21st, and they are going to annihilate humanity a la Tom DeLonge's nightmarish dreams. But you never heard someone say, I'm predicting world peace. I'm predicting that someone else outside of Tiger Woods will win a golf tournament. This is going back in the day. Or, heaven forbid, the Vancouver Canucks ever win a Stanley Cup. Or a Canadian team wins a Stanley Cup, for that matter. It's been 30 years. No, they could never predict anything good. They really can't. I went to a palm reader earlier this summer. And she's looking at my palm Oh, look at that line. Do you see that line there? Well, that means you're going to live a long, good, healthy life. I'm looking at myself, and I'm about 55 pounds overweight. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I am the epitome of health, lady. I am the epitome of health. And then she goes, oh, see that line there? You should be betting on your family's birthdays on the lottery. It's going to win. It's going to win. And you should do it soon. You should, even tonight, go buy that lottery ticket and choose each of your family's birth dates. Your kids, your spouse, your dad, your mom. It's going to hit. So what did I do? After I got 20 minutes of BS for 30 bucks? I said, tell me about the ghost that runs around your hallway upstairs by your bathroom and likes to sit in the brown chair that you have downstairs. The lady went pale-faced. She goes, how do you know about him? I said, I'm psychic. I know these things. Who's the lady that hangs out at the top bedroom by the door? but never goes in the bedroom. <gasps> she was freaking out again. Now, this is stuff I actually did know because I actually was shown visions of this. I told her, I said, you better pick up your game because the hand thing, not working for you. But this is how they all try and scam you out of that 20 bucks. I mean, remember, every year we see people get scammed. Hundred bucks, thousand dollars, ten thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand. There's always somebody getting scammed. Because we all want to know what the future holds. Find somebody you can trust, check their references. Believe it or not, psychics do have references. Okay? That's the beauty of Google or DuckDuckGo or 
that absolutely atrocious Bing, if you ever want to use it. No, don't use Bing. You type in anything on Bing, it takes you the complete opposite direction. How do I unlock the doors of my 2019 Toyota RAV4? You type that in on Bing, and it shows you a 2006 Ferrari, how to unlock the doors. Thanks, Bing. You're awesome. Unbelievable. That is my rant. Let's smarten up the world. Let's start communicating. And by God, don't waste your money on a psychic unless you've vetted them. And you know people who have gone to them and have shown their accuracy, like Paisley Town, who's amazing. That's your Dave 101. Let's get to Shirky Poo's news. What time is it? It's time for Shirky Poo's news. All right. Airport security at Panama City's Tokaman International Airport on Friday searched a Copa airline flight bound for Tampa, Florida for a suspected bomb. Although it was a bomb of a different kind, a real stinky adult diaper. You can't make this up. The plane had to return to Panama City because of the reports of the treacherous bomb. Boeing 737-800 landed around 11 a.m. local time and moved to an isolated stretch of the tarmac where 144 passengers were taken off the plane. An anti-explosives team inspected the aircraft, finding the duty-filled adult diaper. Jose Castro, the head of the airport security team, said a suspicious object in one of the plane's bathrooms was found, and it was an adult diaper. Go figure. Well, where else are they supposed to put it? See, this is the dumb that people have these days. Where the hell is this person who unfortunately has to wear an adult diaper? Where are they supposed to put it? It's not a bomb. It's a diaper. And you ruined everybody's flight for it. But that person won't get a slap on the hand, no. A flight that had previously been delayed twice was canceled for good. Why? Once again, who does this? A passenger decided to drop a deuce right on the floor of the aircraft. Yeah. The EC jet flight from uh, Tenerife, Spain to London had already been delayed several hours, according to passenger Kitty Streak, who shared a video on X of the pilot announcing another cancellation. In the clip, the pilot announced that someone on board had decided to go number two on the floor of the plane's front toilet. So now we're staying the night here, he announced to the already frustrated passengers, adding in hotel rooms would be arranged. The flight was rescheduled for the morning. If you're in the bathroom stall, how do you miss? If you have, they're they're tiny enough where you still have room to turn around. How do you miss? It's impossible. Absolutely impossible. Yes, they're calling the experience very frustrating. Fellow passengers, Aaron Godot recalled smelling some human waste after two passengers visited the front bathroom. It was just a very uncomfortable experience. Are you kidding me? Be a little bit more correct here. Okay, your nostrils were burning. 
You didn't have any fun smelling someone's hot tamales that they ate right before. Just tell the truth. Obviously, the plane was in an unsanitary state, so they had to get external cleaners out from the airport to clean it. No kidding. No kidding. By the way, for this airline, it's the second poop incident on a plane in the last month. Don't fly easy jet. Okay, people don't keep their pants on there. Now, this one I'm a, I'm a little weirded out by. You might be too. An Australian model has discovered that her top subscriber on her OnlyFans page is none other than her stepdad. Tyla Madison from Newcastle, Australia, was stunned, and apparently her mother was pretty stunned too, to learn that her stepdad was buying up her triple X content on the adult site. I had a subscriber who was purchasing all of my content since two to four weeks ago and basically blowing up my account, she says. He had a very specific username that was not automatically generated, Madison detailed. We would talk every single day, and he made specific requests almost every day to do so. She explained that after some digging, she was able to connect the username with someone who had viewed her TikTok account. I went, I was left with six numbers, and my stepdad was one of them. She said, I went with my gut. I messaged him online saying I knew who it was. Madison said he denied it at first, so she threatened to tell her mom within two minutes. She got a text message from her stepdad saying, Hey, Ty, can we talk? Oh, I think you're beyond talking at that point. I don't know. See if we got time for one more here. We do. A black bear looking to stock up on some bear necessities before winter made off with a frozen meal from a Connecticut home. Yeah, the scene was caught on home security. And literally, the bear walks in, breaks into the house, walks into the kitchen, opens up the freezer, steals the family's lasagna, and hauls it off outside to his nice cave, where he's now going to be munching on that, having lasagna over the winter. Good for the bear. Congratulations. Got a good meal in just before heading into hibernation. Yeah, we love it around here, don't we? That's your news. We got Mr. Ron Bumblefoot Thal rocking in the background with Little Brother is watching. Bumblefoot is the official music of Spaced Out Radio. Rocking us in and out of every single show. Get your horns up for the guitar god himself. Special thanks to everybody listening in at work, at home, in your cars, wherever you may be. Thank you to everyone in our chat rooms tonight. YouTube, Twitch, LGAB, Facebook, Spreaker, LinkedIn, the Space Travelers Club, and on X at hashtag Spaced Out Radio. Remember, this show is copyright by Spaced Out Radio and SOR Media Ventures Limited. Thank you so much for choosing to share your evening with us, because together, my friends, we're watching. We own the night. Mr. Bumblefoot, we need a favor. We need you to take us home. Yes, the Wu train has docked for the night. But soon, my friends, we shall ride again. Your seats are always available. 
Your tickets never expire. And if you want to bring a friend, good news. We got room for them, too. Good night. Walter Brown here for Oceans Behavioral Hospital in Biloxi. October is National Substance Abuse Prevention Month. Kim? Substance abuse affects millions in the United States, yet more than 93% go without treatment. Substance abuse doesn't discriminate based on age, gender, race, or economics, but neither does recovery. The road to wellness is possible at any stage, and we believe everyone deserves support, compassion, and treatment. For more information, visit OceansBiloxi.com. Mandel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram invites you to visit our new state-of-the-art dealership with an impressive inventory, including new 2023 Jeeps during Jeep Adventure Days. To make room for new arrivals, we're offering exceptional discounts on all our current Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram models. We pride ourselves in our exquisite customer service. At Mandel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you deal directly with a manager. No back and forth. Remember, there's a better way. The Mandel way. Visit us in D'Iberville or online at mandelcdjr.com.